Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. news today big brother mainstream media government cover-ups you want to stop tyranny well so does he live from the infowars.com studios it's alex jones it's friday february 24th 2023 i am your embattled host alex jones thanking you all however you're tuning in for joining us and reminding you the real power of we the people is your word of mouth and your human intelligence when you take action and spread the word at conspiracyfact.info and infowars.com and video, It truly changes the world. All right. Thank you so much for joining us on this Friday edition. Big broadcast with some huge guests coming up later today. I'll be telling you about but what is today? Today is a very important day, obviously. Today is the one-year anniversary of the launching of Vladimir Putin's so-called police action or special military operation into Ukraine and the kickoff of what has now become the beginning of World War III and all of the things that that entails. We'll be spending some time on that today, obviously. But in the first hour, I want to talk about the other wars that are going on. The wars, the culture wars, who's running it, what's behind it. Because at ground level, the culture wars are very real. If you're a very unlucky, very rare, by the way, black person that is actually killed by the KKK and drugged behind a truck until your head comes off, like happened in a real Texas case 15 years ago or so, then that's a real race war for you. And if you're a white person, statistically, 20-plus times more likely to be attacked by a black person than for a black person to be attacked by a white person, according to the FBI's own statistics, that's a very real war at the ground level. But still, the number of white people killed by black people is tiny compared to all of us dying from these poison shots that have taken them and getting sick and the chemicals and the biologicals, the radiologicals being introduced in our environments and the 5G and just all the GMO crops and the glyphosates and the dioxins, that's the real problem. And look, it's real red meat. I can show you 20 videos today that are new of racist, out-of-control, crazy black people beating up, pushing white people onto railroad tracks, killing white people. I can also show you 30 videos that are new today, of black people killing black people. Those don't seem to be as hot on the internet. And the bottom line is there is a minority of black people, a minority of that minority in this country, that are viciously racist and that are attacking white people. And the way the media covers it up and all the rest of it is terrible, and it's the media helping drive it. But I want to put in context this today that the people attacking us all are the real issues. And I'm not an apologist for black-on-white crime. In fact, the contrary, we talk a lot about it. But 
it's almost like covering the Ohio train derailment and saying it's the biggest news story. It is important. The government not caring is important. But compared to World War III or the poison shots, it doesn't even show up on the Richter scale. doesn't mean I don't care about Ohio. And it's the same thing. So the numbers of white people being killed by blacks every year is over 10,000 or so. That sounds like a big number, but out of 350 million people, it, it, it's, it, it's, it's a problem. But it is tiny compared to, again, how the whole New World Order agenda is attacking everybody. But the global is pushing the race war and how that fits into their larger control system is one of the top issues because the division it creates and the way it allows them to control people and divide society and divide and conquer, that's the big one. What made me really want to talk about this, I was already talking about in the last few days, is Scott Adams. So I think he's a smart guy. I like Scott Adams, but he came out with something that he knows is a massive troll and that would get a lot of attention. And, and part of what he says, I think, is accurate, but we'll talk about it when we come back. All the hip young things trying to make the scene. It's Friday, February 24th, 2023. I'm your host, Alex Jones. Very honored you've chosen to join us today with your very important, precious time. Well, here we are on the one-year anniversary. Twelve months ago today, the Russians launched their invasion of Ukraine, and it was a massive invasion. And Putin walked right into a bear trap of the CIA and NATO with high-tech missiles and weapons and satellite-directed weapons and absolutely slaughtered the Russians. It's probably over 100,000. That's a low estimate. But the Russians have doggedly continued on and killed, the reports are, 200,000 Ukrainians, which is terrible. And the whole thing is a disaster and is another example of humanity being played off against each other. We'll be talking more about that here on the broadcast today. But I want to talk about the other wars going on. The electromagnetic 5G, the radiation, the toxicity, the bisphenol, the dioxins, the gender-bending chemicals, the cancer exploding, millions dead from the poison shots, tens of millions sick, global government, mass censorship, control. And if you look at Europe or you look at the United States, the globalists admit they don't want a wealthy, large middle class and for people in Africa, in Latin America, in Asia, in the Middle East to aspire to owning a home with a two-car garage and two cars and going on vacation three times a year and having access to medical care. They don't want the gluttonous, wasteful, Western American idea of progress. They admit that they're at war against it. The tiny elite want you poor. And so how did 10,000, on average, British soldiers in the subcontinent of India in the last few hundred years control hundreds of millions of people? Millions today, but they haven't controlled things since Mahatma Gandhi. They did it by divide and conquer and using sociology and anthropology to study the local tribal rifts and groups. And even though genetically the Indians are a very... genetically similar group, 
10,000 British soldiers on average conquered and held for hundreds of years and exploited that subcontinent. So it's the same thing. Now, villagers had real issues with each other. You know, somebody's grandpa killed somebody's daddy, somebody's mama married somebody in the wrong tribe, and the British would go in for a few years, stay the situation, bring in some money, buy off key leaders, form alliances, and take full control. And that's what this is from the 35,000-foot view, shipping in 30 million Muslims into Europe the last 15 years, shipping in 60, 70 million illegal aliens into the United States the last 30 years, and then hyping them up towards anti-American, anti-white inclinations. All of that is real, but it's a mechanism of the control. Now, I'm not some bleeding-heart liberal that wants to kiss black people's ass and try to curry favor and tell them how much I like them and all the rest of that. I see people as people and what they stand for and who they are in their lives. I don't listen to Jimi Hendrix because he was black. I listen to him because he's probably the greatest guitarist and songwriter ever. Or one of the greats. I don't listen to Ludwig von Beethoven because he was German. And I'm about half German. I listen to him because he's an incredible musician and a composer. That's the same thing. I don't go to a Chinese food restaurant to virtue signal the Chinese people. I go there if it's a real Chinese food and delicious. I go eat soul food when I got time in East Austin, even though it's dangerous because they got the best collard greens and chicken fried steaks and sweet potatoes. I'm not there to virtue signal to the black people. I'm there to eat that food. So bottom line, folks, I know black people real well. I grew up in Dallas, Texas. It's half black. Most of black people were fun and cool and nice and loved me. But I've been racially attacked. Let's not exaggerate. 50 times because I was white. Do I blame the rest of the black people for that? No. But also because I went to the wrong bonfire in the wrong redneck area, I've been in about 25 fights attacked by rednecks, looked just like me, wearing cowboy hats and cowboy boots. But I was there, didn't know the girl I brought, had broke up with somebody six months before. All of a sudden, I got somebody hit me in the head with a pair of post hole diggers. Does that mean I? anytime I see people wearing cowboy hats and cowboy boots, I get all scared and think they're about to attack me? No. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, I didn't even realize it growing up. My parents weren't liberal or politically correct. They just said, you can just go be tough. But I, I guarantee you, there aren't any black people listening to this show that have been attacked by white people physically 50 times. I'll bet you all the money on earth, is there any black person that's been, been attacked by black people 50 times? By the way, I'm a tough son of a bitch because of that. I've had concussions so bad, I couldn't see for a week. And I beat black people's brains out and put them in comas. Because when you're fighting for your life, that's what you do. I had five Mexicans break my leg when I was 16. Do I hate Mexicans? No. That's a whole other story. But the point is, ladies and gentlemen, the people manipulating this from the top know exactly what they're doing. So when a horde of 
Muslims come out of their no-go zones in Belgium or in Paris, France, or in London, England, and beat and stab and kill and rape in some towns thousands of white girls per town, and the police turn a blind eye because you're not allowed to say Muslims do something wrong. They call them Asian grooming gangs. So we've all got beefs. And I don't want to hear black people whine and bitch at me for something white people did hundreds of years ago. And I don't want to hear about your reparations for something I didn't do. If my daddy was a murderer, I don't go to jail for it. If my grandma robs a bank, I don't go to jail for it. If my great, 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 great granddaddy, and hell, I don't know if they did, had slaves, that's not my fault. Any more so than if somebody three doors down from you murders their wife with a butcher knife, do you go to jail? The answer is hell no. And what brings me to this point to understand this war of psychological control is you got to recognize that the left and Hollywood and the whole culture says white people are evil and they're bad and they deserve to die. And so there's a minority of young black males that are out with a knockout game and pushing people on railroad tracks and pushing people on subway tracks and stabbing and shooting people. Yeah, that's going on, ladies and gentlemen. And robbing and killing and stealing it, just like it was white people doing it in the roaring 1920s and the gangsters because it was cool and because the police lost control. <clears throat> so is there a dangerous gangster culture in America, predominantly in the black community? Hell yeah. Has the left made it open season to attack white people? Hell yeah. Is the control corporate media all over the news saying white people are bad and they're inherently evil? Is there a Rasmussen poll out? where almost a majority of black people that they talk to fundamentally believe because someone's skin is white, they are a bad person. So how does the media call people that don't support tyranny or wars Nazis when George Soros literally worked for the Nazis and runs the whole current system? And then how do they create racial division in this country as the left and then turn around and call us all racist when they're obviously the race pimps controlling it? That's what I'm getting at. So when we come back, Scott Adams puts out a video that's gone mega viral. I want to try to get him on the show. He's been on before. And says, you better get away from black people and you better run from them. Is that really the answer? Because you can run all day long from your problems. But until you engage those problems, it's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. We're going to play this clip. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about it on the other side. No, black people are not the problem. Evil is the problem. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. 
Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hey, everybody. If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. And discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away. At SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Welcome back to this Friday edition of the Alex Jones Show. Big guest coming up, second and third hour today. All right, so Gilbert creator Scott Adams warns white people, get the hell away from blacks. As polls show, they're not okay with being white. And, you know, we've sold T-shirts that say it's okay to be white. But the shirt I really like was, it's great to be black, it's great to be brown, it's great to be yellow, it's great to be white. It's great to be human. The whole way the globalist win is dividing us, but it is true that I wouldn't want to live in a high-crime area regardless if it was a mixed high-crime area or mainly a black high-crime area because there's a high level of criminals there who are also mainly the most dangerous person to a black person other than an abortionist doctor is black people. You think the average black guy that works as a waiter or as a bus driver uh, or as an auto mechanic with three kids, you think he hates white people and wants to kill white people. And want, no, he works with a couple of white guys down at the down at the auto repair shop. And then if a black guy goes and gets a couple of degrees and goes and moves into a nicer house, well, people call him a sellout. This is all the garbage that goes on, ladies and gentlemen, and we all know about it and we all understand it. We need to see where it's coming from. Well, I said we all know. A lot of us don't know. And so I don't blame people for getting away from high crime areas, no matter what color you are. But defunding the police, all of this is designed to create this crime wave. You got the new Black Panther Party saying, I've had one of the guys on that says this openly in Houston. Don't go out and mug black people, go mug white people. That's a message. And that's happening. And a lot of black folks get killed trying to rob white people. They need to stop. And I'm decrying that. But Scott Adams is saying the quiet part out loud that so many are saying that we're white liberals, that we're going along with, oh, let's be really nice, let's lift everybody up, and then all they see is it blowing up in their face, so they say, oh, let's just not be around black people. And you say, well, that's super racist. Well, wh- wh- the, the colleges all over the place, the left is 
segregating black people, telling them to segregate, sell, segre- saying, oh, whites can't come to college this weekend. It's, it's, it's only for minorities. The left is creating this chip-on-the-shoulder scenario. You see all the examples everywhere. Hundreds of movies a year about slavery and white slave owners and Django and on and on and on. And weak-minded people watch that and they listen to Black Lives Matter with its George Soros ideology and they go out and they hate white people. I was talking to Norm Pattis last night, who's a liberal. He's been there for months with the Proud Boys trial in D.C. His co-counsel, for no reason, is an old white guy. Black guy comes up and says, I hate you white people drinking Diet Coke and knocks his front teeth out. Norm Pattis has gone in a store because he's a jogger and his shoe sole came off. He went in a store, a Macy's, to buy some shoes. And the black people said, we're not going to serve you. You're a white person. He's coming on the show Sunday to talk about it. He says he wants to get the hell out of there. Not because he dislikes black people, because they don't want him there. And, and this is what the culture has created. And let's just be honest about it. But the answer is exposing the ideology. The answer is getting in the face of the ideology. Because let me tell you what happens when I go in a black area. See, the black people don't know who the average white guy is in their neighborhood. And most of them are nice. But there's a good portion that are extremely racist and will say things to you. Go, go try it for yourself. Tells your crackerhead doing there. Someone's going to beat your ass. You don't get the hell out of here. You talk back, you're going to get knocked upside the head. That didn't happen with Alex Jones. I go in a black neighborhood. You've seen it on TV when I'm out in crowds all over the place, New York. A bunch of black people know I am. They love me and they run, oh, we love Alex Jones. And the other black people go, well, he must be cool. See, see, because they, oh, well, the black people like him. He must be nice. Well, then they don't dislike me because somebody did something racist to them or somebody discriminating against them or the media opened that wound up over and over again. So, see, I get to have that experience that people that aren't well-known or aren't famous don't know. You hear how many black callers we have on the show? They know all about the New World Order. They know about being screwed over. They've been screwed over. And now the same system says it wants to help them, and it's screwing them over even more by manipulating some of the weak-minded people in their race to go out and act like a bunch of black versions of the KKK. KKK thought it was under attack. KKK thought it was in the right. KKK didn't like seeing black people have cars and jobs and restaurants and businesses they own. So they go burn them down. And that's what the racist black people that are racist think, because the media told them so. And they're taking what Martin Luther King rightfully stood for and flushing it down the toilet. So I get what Mike, what what, what Scott Adams is saying. I don't see Mike Adams, Scott Adams is saying. But I think there's a bigger picture here. But you can't call him a racist when the left saying whites are inherently bad and it's not okay to be white and almost 50% of blacks in this Rasmussen poll, you know, they polled liberals, said that. This is a system turning the knife, dividing us, controlling us, so we're distracted while they screw us over. Here it is. Rasmussen asked, you know, white and black voters and, and probably others, uh, do you disagree or agree with the statement, it's okay to be white? 26% of blacks said uh, no. It's not okay to be white. 21% weren't sure. Add them together, that is 47% of black respondents were not willing to say it's okay to be white. 
So if, if you know, nearly half of all blacks uh, are not okay with white people, according to this poll, not according to me, according to this poll, uh, that's a hate group. That's a hate group. And I don't want to have anything to do with them. And I would say, you know, based on the current way things are going, the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the fuck away. Wherever you have to go, just get away. Because there's no fixing this. This can't be fixed. All right, this can't be fixed. You just have to escape. So that's what I did. I went to a neighborhood where you know I have a very low black population. Because unfortunately, the, you know, there's a high correlation between the density. And this is according to Don Lemon, by the way. Um, so here I'm just quoting Don Lemon when when he notes that the when he lived in a uh, mostly black neighborhood, there were a bunch of problems that he didn't see in white neighborhoods. So even Don Lemon sees a big difference in your own quality of living based on where you live and who's there. So I, I think it makes no sense whatsoever as a uh, white citizen of America to try to help black citizens anymore. It doesn't make sense. It's no longer a rational impulse. And so I'm, I'm going uh, to back off from being helpful to black America because it doesn't seem like it pays off. Like I've been doing it all my life and I've been, the only outcome is I, be, I get called a racist. And that's what the left wants is it's all divided in different groups. It doesn't mean when the left says we represent black people and here's their demands. No, that's the left controlling groups and claiming that they represent them. So I get not want to live in a high crime area regardless of who lives there. But to say, oh, I'm not going to help blacks. Well, what does that even mean? What does that mean? Like you're going to judge other black people completely off of what other black people do? I mean, I get it. Young black males, a large minority of them, but it's a, it's a chunk, are absolutely out of control. But you're going to blame... Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsTore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsTore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I'm going to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsTore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate to the library or give them to the local school. This is an InfoWar. I'm counting on you and thank you for your support. I've got some good You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance.
From deep in the heart of FEMA Region 6, Austin, Texas, transmitting worldwide, it's Alex Jones. We're live, ladies and gentlemen. Coming up, several special big guests today. Owen Schroyer in studio as well, co-hosting. I'm your host, Alex Jones. All right, so Scott Adams, if he wants to not live around black people, that's his right. And if people want to live away from crime, period, wherever it's coming from, I totally get it. But to say, I'm done with black people, they hate me, so I don't like them. Well, you're, it's only 20-some percent that said they definitely don't like white people. 20-some percent said they weren't sure because they're like, well, I'm politically correct. I'm supposed to just like whites, right? <clears throat> so we're going to take 50% or more and then say, well, they're all bad. That's how the globalists play us off against each other. That's like, yay. Here's his props when he was in here in December last year with the Yoohoo, Net and Yoohoo, Net and Yahoo. And just because he's had some bad experiences with Jews in Hollywood, God, all of Hollywood's horrible. He just says all Jews are bad or he doesn't trust them. And it's been the left promoting this idea that white people are inherently bad. So if Jews are white, well, how can the left say white people are bad, inherently evil because of their skin color, but then Jews are okay? I'm not defending what Ye said here. I disagree with him when he was here. But I couldn't get that upset when if you tune into CNN, their anti-white bias, mainly white people teaching blacks how to believe that, brainwashing them, it's the same thing. It's absolutely the same garbage over and over and over again. And then you got people like John Stewart, whose brother used to run the New York Stock Exchange, big insider, saying Alex Jones is a wolf in wolf's clothing, but that Fox News is the real enemy and needs to be taken off the air. And then he goes on to talk about how the right wing is exploiting our freedoms and creating divisions and rifts. I don't have time to play the whole podcast. I, I watched most of it last night, like 45 minutes long. And it's the left openly opening wounds and rubbing salt in them and exploiting. We all know that. Anybody can see that. They, they're doing 95% of it. The only thing Republicans are really bad on is warmongering. But you look, but you look at the left, man, pedophilia, just open borders, everything bad, creating total division, brainwashing little white kids. They're inherently bad because of their skin color. I mean, wow. Those kids are going to be screwed up for life. And, and this is going on to purge our military, to purge everything, to, to divide and conquer. And oh, I'm the most evil guy in the world because I questioned Sandy Hook. And then they hired a PR firm after Trump got elected and hyped it up. I was doing things to him I didn't ever do. And then had judges find me guilty and told juries I was guilty and I would be found guilty. And then, oh, you owe billions of dollars. You know, we don't have, we don't have millions of dollars. <coughs> this is how the system operates with its branding and its deception. So they're branding whites as all evil and racist that need to be attacked. And then blacks start attacking whites. And then the left sits back to referee it all like a warden in a prison where they control people through the different racial groups. That's all this is, is prison management systems of racial gangs or the gangs of New York being projected over the whole world. And it's being done everywhere. They use Muslims in Europe to do it. 
And it's very real. The Muslims are coming to rape and kill you, and they do it all the time, and it's defended and protected. But, but who's behind it? The John Stewart's of the world. John Stewart's a nasty person. He knows exactly what he's doing. He picks a few charities to look good and care about 9-11 in the dust. Fight about the bombs in the buildings, John. You know damn well about it. So he can be up there on this big moral high ground. So everything he says about me is him. Here it is. A piece of uh, what might concern us about the, uh, the the sort of ingrained nature of um, these media models is that um, do we get to a place in which um, the outcome of defamation laws can't can't serve that remedial purpose that we described. So one one place in which I've been following this closely in the last six months or so is um, Alex Jones, who has also been um, involved in a prominent defamation suit yes. involving Sandy Hook parents, um, suggesting that they were um, uh, sort of paid actors who pretended that their children had been the victims of mass murder. And the, uh, you know, we have... Um, Defamation damages running in the millions, uh, and there is still um, some uh, very strong suggestion that this moved the needle not at all in terms of the beliefs of the listening audience. But that's not that should never be the standard. The standard can never be uh, what we put out there will move the needle. And I'll go you one further. Alex Jones is a far less pernicious influence on this country than Fox News by far. Uh, people know what that cat is. Uh, you know, they, they know if it looks like a duck, sounds like a duck, walks like, like they know what that is. Now that doesn't mean he doesn't have influence. And that doesn't mean that he didn't defame those parents because he did. And he caused them grave damage. But as a cultural, uh, pathogen, Fox news is far more powerful, far more devious, far more pernicious, and has created far more damage than Alex Jones ever will. And at least Alex Jones gives you supplements to help offset the damage. I mean, that's the, <laughs> that's the beautiful part about what he does. Now, if Fox would give you supplements, perhaps that would be. Uh, but do, do you understand what I'm saying? They are, there is no way. Alex Jones is, is a wolf in wolf's clothing. Fox News is the opposite. Hey, uh, John Stewart, two judges found me guilty. Yeah. Because they didn't have any evidence of what they were claiming. That I sent people to pee on their graves? I mean, come on. Where's the clip? Where'd I do that? Didn't ever do it. It was a big debate on the internet about whether it happened or not. I joined in on it, gave my opinion. And I was the test subject, patient zero, for this. And notice John Stewart just talked about the pathogen, the disease of Alex Jones. The virus. The What did Hitler call Jews? He called them viruses called them infections. Who's talking Hitler talk, Mr. Stewart? You know damn well what you're doing, mister, and shame on you. Let's play another clip. Here's John Stewart talking about the right exploiting riffs. Here it is. Um, not acting as a reasonable journalistic outlet isn't um, a high enough uh, it doesn't reach the standard. Uh, you can um, right. engage in sloppy journalism and not meet the actual malice standard. Uh, rather, you have to get to a place where there's this clear and convincing evidence that you had um, uh, knowing falsity. Do you think that this is a case of a, an organization, a propaganda arm of a political movement, knowingly exploiting 
you know, in some ways it's, it's, they hate our freedoms. And so they're going to exploit the cracks in a system that believes in the first amendment. They're going to exploit that and leverage that to gain their own political power. Aren't they gaming a system? Okay, that's enough. I don't have time to play the whole clip. It's on Infowars.com. But here's an article on Infowars.com with video clips. There's a whole bunch of them. The UN's saying they're already running censorship, and now they're going to control Twitter and maybe indict Elon Musk for free speech. UN says that censoring disinformation and hate speech will protect free speech. You just heard Stewart say that. He's going to decide what you can say. He's going to decide what you can do. Because God forbid you actually come listen to this show and hear what I really have to say. No, 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 no. I've got to be silenced so they can then put in my mouth whatever words they want, and you'll never know that I didn't really say them. They're the bad guys. They're the establishment. They're the elite. They're playing us like a fiddle. And it's time to realize the new world order is starting World War III. The new new world order is trying to take over your body. The globalists are trying to take over your children, and they are. They're the problem. They're the enemy. Hollywood, the media, the globalists, they're the enemy, and they know they're our enemy. They hate you and your family and want to control your body. Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars has proven itself the last 28 years to be over the globalist target and having the biggest effect out there against those tyrants. And we fund our operation with viewers and listeners' support while selling you great products at the same time. So I want to thank all the viewers and listeners who have supported us over the years by spreading the word, praying for the broadcast, and buying product. But I really want to encourage those of you that have been on the fence and have never actually gone to InfoWarsStore.com to go there and get the great books and films and supplements and survival gear that's there that won't just empower you and enrich your life, but again, will keep this broadcast transmitting. So whether it's Real Red Pill Plus or our super high-quality CBD oil or the 50% off or a great fizzy magnesium product or whether it's Down and Out, our great sleep bay that's back in stock, it's all there. Our turmeric, 95% humanoid, strongest out there, turmeric 95, it's all available at InfoWarsStore.com and it keeps us on the air. So make the decision to enrich your life and keep us on air, InfoWarsStore.com. I've got some good news. Our high-quality supplements really work, and we have about an 80% reorder rate with customers. That's the good news. They're amazing. The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfoWarsStore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the InfoWar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence actually went to InfoWarsStore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation, to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder it and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high-quality full-spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well, or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar, and help us defeat the new order together. InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show.
final segment of hour one on this Friday transmission. I'll be back Sunday, live, 4 to 6 p.m. Don't ever forget that. All right. I want to read to you a headline because I had uh, Michael Yan in studios, a really famous military man and reporter, and I, I was telling him in studio, hey, uh, two years ago they went next level banning me, and Facebook said 12 people are allowed to be physically attacked, 12 people you're allowed to call for violence against them, which is racketeering and totally illegal on every front. And he just couldn't believe it. And, and, and I get why I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe when the official terms of Facebook two and a half years ago said Louis Farrakhan, Alex Jones, Paul Joseph Watson, Laura Loomer, Milo Yiannopoulos, and a few others, you're allowed to call for violence against them. It said you're not allowed to say anything positive about them. That was already in the previous rules from four years ago. But when we call someone a dangerous individual, you're allowed to call for violence against them. So I thought I'd actually show you the document because these are the types of things that happen. Like I was in the um, bankruptcy hearing yesterday with the uh, Justice Department. They, they wanted to interview me. And it went about three hours. And when they said, we want to know about your cat. What's the value of your cat? We might want your cat. That didn't seem real. And, and we're trying, it was an audio meeting. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to get that audio because he made the point it's a public record. While they were putting out all my private information. So last night I shot a video. I don't have a Twitter account, but my wife does. You know, responding to this has gone viral. It's all over the news, and they're misrepresenting. Oh, Jones transferred millions to his family last year. Just totally made up. Just completely made up. Just total lie. Doesn't matter. They just say it. Jones got all. Jones got all this money. My wife in her prenup after being married. Five years, it says in the prenup that she gets half the house. Well, her lawyer noticed that we'd already been married almost seven years, a year ago, six years, and said, oh, we need to file that you, you're co-owner of the house. And they filed that. That's the transfer. It's my homestead. It, we're not hiding assets. <laughs> but that's how they make stuff up. That's how they make it. Oh, look, Jones says they want his cat, but really, he's hiding money. It's all games to manipulate you. This is bigger than me. I'm not up here talking about myself right now. I'm talking about all of us. Look at these headlines. Facebook post then deletes rules allowing calls to violence against dangerous individuals. There were a lot of articles written about it in 2019. And there's screenshots of it here. LifeSite News, others picked it up. And it says you're allowed to call for violence against them. Go read it for yourself. Paul Watson wrote about it at Summit News. Summit.news. Facebook deletes policy allowing violent threats against dangerous individuals. They actually floated organizing violent people to come after us. You know, they don't just silence you. Then they try to organize people to come after you. Well, that sounds pretty communist or pretty Nazi. <laughs> what it sounds like is flaming totalitarianism. But that's what they do. So let's, let's talk about the cat. You know, the media all says, oh, we called Jones, didn't get a comment. Really, I shot this at like 8 o'clock last night. Didn't, I didn't see your calls, didn't hear them. We can't confirm this really happened. You know, Jones, he makes stuff up. The memes are everywhere. Come and take it. It's a gift to my five-year-old daughter. When she was three, she wanted a cat. I'm not a big cat person. So I Googled smartest cats. 
I didn't want a fancy cat. I didn't want to. I wanted to know smartest cats or cat most like a dog. And that was a ragdoll. And folks, anybody that knows anything has got a ragdoll. Oh my God, I'll have ragdolls the rest of my life. This cat is like a rocket scientist. The cat, without ever being trained, pees in the toilet. Oh yeah. The cat fetches balls. And yeah, we paid two grand for the cat. It is a fancy cat. And boy, worth every penny. I've always been a mutt guy. Had cats growing up that were like, you know, tabbies and cat, you know, you'd there'd be some cat kittens running around under the house and you'd, you know, take some to the pound and keep one of them. That was the cats my mom had growing up. Not in the same league. But I'm in this meeting and, and they and they say, Well, tell us about the cat, how fancy it is, how much it's worth, you know, blah, blah. Who owns the cat? Well, the cat's a gift, my daughter. But the point is, it's just a mess with me. I had several lawyers on the meeting, and they're combined 50 years of practice. They never heard anything like this. It's not like it's a racehorse or something. It's a member of the family. They moose you. My daughter named it. My nickname for the cat is Worm because it'll just roll around on its back for hours. It looks pretty worm-like there in my arms. And the cat loves me. I'm the favorite. There's no doubt. Cat jumps in my lap all the time and makes biscuits, you know. He jumped out of my hands last night because I was talking so loud. He didn't like that. But usually I can't keep the cat out of my lap. But the point is, is that that's how these people operate. And I'm not saying the Sandy Hook families want my cat. It was just the U.S. Attorney General's office, Justice Department, lawyer laughing. There were people who were giggling in the background. And then they just spin the whole thing, ladies and gentlemen. So... That's where we are as a culture, is a weaponized Justice Department. And the Justice Department is so scared right now. Chucky Schumer's freaking out. Schiff's freaking out. They're like, oh, my God, don't look at the footage from the Capitol. They say it's a national security threat. And it does turn out that the Justice Department has erased thousands of hours. So Tucker Carlson is not being given full access. I talked to lawyers involved in the case last night. So that's a big problem. We're not getting the full footage. And I think it should just be given out human source like WikiLeaks. It's the only way 41,000. Remember it was 44,000, 43,000. Now it's 40, 41,000. Thousands of hours have been taken. Schumer calls McCartney giving January 6th tapes to Tucker Carlson, one of the worst security risks since 9-11. Really? Damn what the security risk is. Only 19% of Americans have confidence in Biden's handling of the war or support the war. I tell you, it's about 80%. On average, there's another poll. 80% against, that's 81%. Ahead of possible Chinese invasion, the U.S. prepares to increase troops in Taiwan. That's a threat to all of us. This is all completely out of control, but it's okay. Meanwhile, Joy Behar, I don't have time to play the clip. I don't want to hear her voice. Hell, I've, I've had the bad... Fate to actually be on the view in close proximity to these harpies. But the view turns pure evil with disgusting attack on residents of East Palestine saying they deserve it because Pennsylvania voted for Trump. What the hell does that mean? Wow. The cold-blooded nastiness of all these harpies 
with the children in that area and surrounding areas with deadly dioxin that'll give you really bad cancer really quickly, raining down on them, and these pro-World War III, pro-censorship harpies think it's their fault. Town Hall started the investigation, and now it turns out it is a giant pedophile ring. It's all coming out. Investigation have might just uncovered the origins of the LBGTQ pedophile ring. Getting adopted children from Christian parents where it was taken by CPS to be rape-ganged. Well, that's the official CIA program. Billionaire Thomas Lee, friend of the Clintons, found dead from apparent suicide, Arkansas. And it goes on from there. We're going to start the next hour. We're going to cover a ton of news and information. Got some big guests that we'll be telling you about coming up. Please remember, I can't battle the deep state and the New World Order without your help. They want to silence me. They want to silence you. So share the article, share the videos at man.video and infowars.com. Use the URL conspiracyfact.info to share just a live feed that gets around the censors. They'll probably ban that link soon. We'll have a new URL, conspiracyfact.info. And get great products at infowarsstore.com that really will enrich your life no matter what color you are. You should get the ultimate bone broth. You really should get our high-quality CBD oil. You really should get our turmeric 95. It's the same as bodies, 95% cuminoid, super high-quality. You really should get the prebiotic fiber that's been sold out for over a year that's finally back in stock, the ultimate bone broth. It's all there, infowarsstore.com or triple eight. Two five three three one three nine. The last copies of the Great Reset and the War of the World that are signed copies are available. You'll always, I guess, because there's a nuclear war, you won't be able to, but get a unsigned copy. You have both signed and unsigned copies. The signed copies are a fundraiser. I want to thank those of you that have gotten them. I want to encourage those of you that want to get a historical memento, a piece of history. It was a number one bestseller for months to get a signed copy at infowarstore.com or triple eight two five three three one three nine. And t-shirts will soon be back in the store and a lot of other exciting news as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, hour number two, three, and four are coming up. I probably should have told you about the big guest because they are big, big, big. Yep. Chris Sky, Scows, and so much and more. gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsTore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsTore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I'm going to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsTore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate to the library or give them to the local school. This is an InfoWar. I'm counting on you, and thank you for your support. Now, it's always an honor to be filling in for Alex, as it is once again today. And I've got a couple great guests I'm going to be speaking with. Joel Skalzen will talk about the Ukraine situation, what it would mean, World War III, the fallout, 
And of course, Joel being an expert in emergency preparedness and geo strategy, if you will, in disasters. And then Chris Sky, who's just like channeling the the future of the tyranny of the medical tyranny and the world government just so eloquently. So many predictions obviously coming true. He's like the Canadian Alex Jones in a muscle tee. And he'll be joining us as well. And so that's all coming up. But, you know, I, I got to tell you something, folks. With all the news, and you know me, if you listen to InfoWars, I'm big into the news. I obsess over the news. I try to focus on the real things. But there's a story today that really is tugging at my heartstrings. And I don't think Alex actually played the video. Did he actually play the video of the cat? I want to play this video. Alex Jones going through the legal issues. And of course, they tried to take a trillion dollars from him. Literally, they asked for a trillion dollars. The number ended up being billions. And But it's not enough just to take all the man's money. They, they want to go after his pets. They want to bring his pets into this as well as children's pets. So this was an update yesterday from Alex Jones from a bankruptcy hearing where his furry little friend there His daughter's first pet is now coming into the litigation. Here it is. Okay, so this is not a joke. This is real, and this really happened. And I just got home tonight with my family, so my wife's shooting this video. I'm in a bankruptcy hearing, personal and corporate for InfoWars, and the Justice Department is involved and asked me to be, ordered me to be at a hearing today. And they spent probably five minutes of the meeting that was over three hours long on my cat. Uh, This is Mushu, my five-year-old daughter named Mushu this two years ago. And they wanted to know if assets were hidden in the cat. The cat was like $2,000. And it is a ragdoll cat, and we really do love it. But they were very serious about the cat and its value, and they may want the cat for the Sandy Hook families. So the deal's broke. You guys aren't getting the cat. Uh, This is next level. This is harassment. No one's ever heard of this. My lawyer's never heard of this. Uh, This is just insane. And I mean, what, you want my children next? You wanna like sacrifice my children or something? So so this cat is really sweet. My daughter really likes the cat. Uh, He's a little bit tired of me holding him. But I mean, here he is. This is, is. This is the terrorist right here that they want. And this is the reality uh, that we live in here in America in 2023. Justice Department hearings with people laughing in the background when they say, we want your cat. And it was kind of like that woman on the grand jury in Georgia, like, I wanted to put get Trump under my control. And and they're literally like, tell us about your cat. You know, what's your cat's value? They're trying to like stir me up or something. It doesn't stir me up. It makes me really upset uh, for this country. They're mad they don't have these billions of dollars they claimed I did. Just because they lied to the media and said I had these things, it's not real. And now they want my cat. Ladies and gentlemen, the line in the sand is you cannot have the cat. I'm sorry. But hey, you can have my First Amendment and my guns, and I support world government. No, actually, you can't have that either. I'll see you. So there you go. Now, this has organically taken up a life of its own, and people are making graphics like that 
image that was just put on the screen, Mushu Army. So, I, look, Alex didn't want to take this next level, and that's that's fine. This isn't even my cat, but if you have a pet, I mean, how sick is this? How sick is this? Yes, uh, are you hiding assets in that cat? How much is that cat worth? We may need to, we may need to, uh, take that cat. That is just... Spend all your time waiting For that second chance For a break that would make it okay There's always some reason To feel not good enough And it's hard at the end of the day I need some distraction Save Mushu. Hashtag Mushu Army. And I think we're going to come up with a coupon code. Save Mushu for InfoWars Store. For listeners to get an extra discount today. Because, you know, they want to play these games with us. And you know what? We'll act in good faith as a survival mechanism. But see, they get mad in a courtroom when they talk about a supplement or a website and Alex says, yeah, that's our website or yeah, that's our store. We got a, we got a 40% off deal right now. And they say, oh, you're going to turn that into an ad? You're going to turn that into marketing? It's like, well, I mean, yeah. You're up here trying to crush us. You're up here bringing up money and stripping us down for the public. And you want to show the supplements? You want to show the website? What, do you mean? what are you going to turn this into an ad? What do you mean? I mean, it is an ad. So, okay, you, you want to you go and bring Alex's cat, actually Alex's daughter's cat, into bankruptcy negotiations? And you want to ask about, yes, what's the value of that cat? Are you hiding assets in that cat? We may have to commandeer that cat. You're just not acting in good faith. You never were. And these weird communist like pressure tactics and struggle sessions. So, okay. You want to go after Alex's cat? We'll go ahead and judo move that and we'll turn it into a coupon code and we'll fund ourselves at InfoWarsStore.com and we'll create a viral hashtag, Save Mushu, because the, the video already has at least half a million v- views posted last night. And it resonates with people. Do you have a pet out there? Pet you grew up with? Got a got a little daughter? She got a pet, her first pet? How much is that worth? How much is that worth? Are you hiding assets? Yeah, you know what? You can strip me down naked. You can strip my bank accounts and take take everything from me. But you know what? I still got the love of my family. And we've got a nice pet here that is bonded with us too. 
How much is that worth? I don't know. I guess that's worth $5 trillion. I guess you should, I guess we should, you know, where Alex Jones is actually worth $10 trillion, Mushu. Mushu is a $10 trillion cat because you can't place a value on that love. You can't place a value on seeing your little daughter with her first pet and cuddling it and snuggling it and loving it. So, yeah, I mean, I guess Mushu is worth $10 trillion. You found it. You found the secret asset. You guys did it. You found Alex Jones' secret asset, love. And guess what? It's, well, it's, it's priceless. So, yeah, you did it. You found the secret asset, the one you can't strip away. But isn't that what this is about? It's not enough just to take Alex's money. He has to be completely crushed. What would be left in life for Alex to enjoy the love of others, his family, a pet, a a little furry cat? No, that has to be, no, you don't even get that, Jones. So fine, you want to play games? We'll play games. We'll shoot a little video and we'll show people the lovable fuzzball, the lovable furball named Mushu and and his cute little belly. And his fluffy, fluffy coat. With the Godzilla goblin, Alex Jones. Petting his lovable cat. And you're going to go and you're going to ask about a cat. Can you even imagine that? Can you even imagine that? Think about about the strip mining of Alex Jones' life. And all the personal aspects that they have it written down like, ooh, look at this. He got a cat. What can we do with this cat? How can this cat play into the equation? And, you know, Alex Jones jokingly says in the video, he says, what, are you going to come after my kids next? And obviously that's, you know, that's, that's sarcasm. But yet there's an element of truth there. It's like, well, what are your boundaries? What are your boundaries? Where, where do you draw the limit? What is the line in the sand? You want to make Alex Jones a slave for the rest of his days on the earth. But that's not enough. You got to bring the cat into the equation. And maybe, maybe Jones's descendants too. You know, how much... Jones, it looks like, looks like your son has a job. Maybe we, how much is your son worth? Maybe we call your son in here. Maybe we take some of his wages too. Maybe we garnish his payments too. How about that? It's like, where, where does it end? Alex Jones' great great grandkids. Like, hey, we got to shake them down. Descendants of Alex Jones. One of them's got a cat. So it's just sick. And really, the whole thing is just sick when you think about it. And in the bigger picture, you realize that what we're up against. Of course, there was eventually going to be an Alex Jones. Of course, eventually there was going to be the canary in the coal mine. Of course, eventually there was going to be the test case. You thought these tyrants were going to allow you to be free forever? You thought the tyrants that have occupied our government, you thought the tyrants going for world government, the eugenicists, the ones that like to do Satan worship at their award ceremonies, you thought they were just going to let you live free and prosperous? No, there was going to be an Alex Jones. There was going to be somebody to stand up and say no and call it out, and eventually that person was going to be destroyed. 
because that's what tyrants do. That's what authoritarians do. So we're in that moment. And that's pretty normal, actually, for history, dealing with tyranny. But you think about America, you think about what we're supposed to stand for, and you think about how much we're supposed to value free speech, and you see this, and it is truly insane that Alex Jones, the best way to put it into perspective, Alex Jones is the bad man from Sandy Hook, not the person that actually pulled the trigger and killed those poor kids. Not the person actually responsible for the grief. Not the psychotic killer that actually pulled it off. No, a man that was hundreds of miles away in Austin, Texas, speculating on major stories and mainstream news narratives because we know we get lied to and we know there's an agenda to take the guns. There always is when tyranny exists to take your right to self-defense, to take your right to bear arms, And then he becomes the bad guy. But, you know, he's tried to remain calm and just take take the beating that he knows he's destined to because he decided to stand up against these tyrants. And then you're going to sit him down in a strip search, strip down publicly, and you're going to bring his daughter's cat up. Yeah. This is, this is 1984 level stuff. This is, this is formaldehyde face level stuff. So, hashtag save Mushu. It's going viral right now. Mushu army rising up. Because, you know, people have pets. People can relate to that. People have kids that have pets. People can relate to that. It's just, it's just sick. Here's some more Mushu did nothing wrong. So, yeah, you know what? tyrants want to show their hand we'll show our hand too we can have a little fun too you know we can be a little creative too you know so tyrants have your fun and us freedom loving red-blooded god-fearing americans we'll have our fun too your voice counts when you share information be it over the internet or in person it changes the world the globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles, and those live feeds, both the regular shows the special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars Emergency News Alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. walloffire.com. 
Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD Family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Well, the Mushu army has risen, and cat lovers all across the Fruited Plains are tweeting hashtag save Mushu because the American left that hates Alex Jones guts so much is now trying to ring his pets, take his pets through the ringer uh, with more of the fallout from the Sandy Hook case and the bankruptcy case. And so this is where we're at now. You have to discuss the value of your cat and you have to be questioned whether you're hiding assets in your cat and it's your little daughter's cat as if that's some sort of a threat like it's going to be taken in the bankruptcy and sold off. We're going to pawn off Alex's cat because he's got to pay his... Well, you know the story. It's, It's almost not even fair to bring them into it at this point. But uh, that's what you get. So hashtag save Mushu. And I've got good news, folks. If you're listening right now, and I don't know how long this is going to last. I've kind of taken a little step into the abyss here today. Alex is uh, not in right now. And so I made an executive decision. And I've launched coupon code save Mushu. Now, it's spelled M-U-S-H-U. Save Mushu. We'll put it on the screen. Coupon code Save Mushu right now at InfoWarsStore.com will get you an additional 10% off at checkout. And like I said, I made this executive decision. Alex might call me and say, you're a madman. We can't do that right now. We need the funds. Shut it down while I'm on air. So if you want to take advantage of this coupon, 10% off at checkout, 10% 10% off at checkout, coupon code save Mushu. This is a limited, a limited, potentially very limited time coupon code. Now, Alex may like the idea and we'll be able to keep it up, but could he might also say, nope, we're not going to do it, shut it down. But I don't know. I made the executive decision. I'm stepping out on a limb. Coupon code save Mushu, 10% off at checkout. 10% off at checkout with coupon code SAVEMUSHU. So that's whatever's in your cart at checkout, InfoWarsStore.com, coupon code SAVEMUSHU, 10% off. So, oh my gosh, but I guess they really did figure it out, folks. I mean, what is the value? What is your pet worth to you? You know, some people die, will die for their pets, have died for their pets. Some people have gone through a lot with their pets. Some people have been there when their pets passed on. I know I've, I've had that before. I had to put down the, my first pet, the dog we had for, for about 15, 16 years. And nobody wanted to be there 
when it was put down ultimately. So I, I decided I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll be there with him. Old Edmund, great Fox Terrier dog. And there's a special bond there. There's a special connection there. And it means even more when it's a family pet and when it's your daughter's or son's pet. So, oh, how much is that cat worth, Jones? Well, I, I don't know, $10 quadrillion? It's priceless, man. It's, it's, it's a bond. It's a, it's, a, it's a love. Like this is some, some communist pressure test struggle system. Like, yeah, let's bring his cat into this. That'll break Jones. We'll finally break Jones then. Like, oh, yeah, you know, his, his, his little daughter's cat. Yeah, you guys got it. So, okay, hey, you guys want to, you, you know, the gloves are off with them, you know, obviously. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, it's, it's like in the, the famous courtroom moment with, with Alex Jones and the lawyers. He's like, oh, you're going to turn that into an ad, Jones? You're going to turn that into a promo? It's like, well, well, gee, man, I mean, I don't know. You're, you're, you know, you're trying to sue us for billions of dollars. This, is, this, this whole thing is going to be seen by millions of people on YouTube. You're making it a big spectacle. You're certainly getting paid off this. But, oh, yeah, I mean, if you're going to mention InfoWarsStore.com while millions of people are watching and you're suing me for billions of dollars, well, I guess I'll talk about InfoWarsStore.com. And if you want to know what the value of Alex Jones' cat is, you want to bring his cat into this? Well, I guess we'll bring his cat into this. We'll bring the lovable fluffball, Mushu. We love you, Mushu. Hashtag save Mushu is going viral right now on Twitter. <laughs> because, again, you, you guys did this. Oh, but see, they can print news stories all day long of Alex did this, Alex Jones did that. This is what's going on in Alex's personal life. And then they want to ask about the value of his cat in a bankruptcy hearing, and we're not allowed to talk about it? We're not, we're not, we're not going to talk about it? We're not going to make it a thing? The Mushu army has arisen, folks. The Mushu army has awakened. <laughs> Sometimes you just... And so the original video from Alex's wife on Twitter has over a million views. Let's keep sharing that. No, thank you. Thank you for showing us what you think and how you think and how you operate and what it's all about. Thank you. It's like they want to act like Russia. They want to act like Russia is this big threat. They're like Russia's these communists, these oppressors are in Russia. The oppressors are in Russia. And then you look at what they've done to Alex Jones. No, see, that's what communist oppressors do. Everything they want to they want you to believe Russia is, everything they want you to believe Putin is, they are. So, could be very limited time. I don't know. I greenlit it without even the big man's approval. I'm stepping out on a limb out here for Mushu today, but I'm, I'm part of the Mushu army. And I want to save Mushu. Precious little Mushu. So coupon code save Mushu at checkout, 10% off at InfoWarsStore.com. I didn't even mean to make this a plug, but I said, hey, I watched that video last night and that tug at, tugged at my heartstrings and I've got pets. You're, you in the audience probably have pets or you've had pets. Maybe you've got your daughter, her first pet, your son's first pet. I mean, 
It's just sick. So, yeah, you know what? People are going to relate to that. And that's what they do. They say, oh, see, look, kids died. You can relate to that. That's one of the worst things ever, having your kid die. See how bad it is? And then they project that whole thing onto Alex like he did it. So they want to tug at your heartstrings to hurt Alex Jones. Well, okay, we're going we're gonna, to, you, you guys want to make that an issue? We'll, we'll, we'll play that game too. We'll tug at the heartstrings to save free speech. We'll tug at the heartstrings to save America. But it's only a judo move. It's only a judo move in self-defense. You come at us, we judo you. You bring the cat into it, we judo it. 10% off InfoWarsStore.com, coupon code SAVEMUSHU. Now, we're going to get a little more serious when we come back here with Joel Skousen. And there is a problem now. The American people do not support this war in Ukraine. That, that war propaganda speech in, in Poland did not help. The air raid siren tactic in Ukraine did not help. In fact, less Americans now support the war than they did a year ago. And the Republican Party is now split on the funding. The Democrats are all aboard for funding it. Maybe somebody should track and trace that money and see where it's going. So Biden is going to have to launch, announce, and, and go about this war with Russia himself. So many people say to me, Alex, please stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor. They fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet, but now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. The answer to 1984 is 1776. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. A thorn in the side of tyrants and proud to be right here with you on the Alex Jones Show and Joel Skousen joins us now. Well, Joel, we've been talking about preparedness, preparing for the worst from different kinds of things, all kinds of different disasters from EMP attacks to earthquakes. And you're somewhat of the expert when it comes to relocation and strategy in a disaster. And so when I look at 2023 and I look at now, I think maybe the realest threat of a world war or a nuclear war that that I've faced in my lifetime, I mean, 33 short years on this planet, I think certainly for me, this is uh, the most tense geopolitical wartime I've ever seen. And so the threat of thermonuclear war now, perhaps not such a far-fetched thing to think about. So when you see what's going on in Ukraine between Russia and the warmongering and the saber-rattling, 
What goes through your head? What are you telling friends and family? And, and, and how do you even start that conversation with people that might not understand how serious this is? Joel Skousen. Well, it's good to be with you, Owen. Um, as I've been on with Alex uh, at least two or three times about the Ukraine war, I am uh, continually concerned about the fact that conservatives who basically don't support the war uh, erroneously think that you know, Russia's the good guy in this, that it's trying to dismantle the Anglo-globalist conspiracy that we deal with. And it really isn't true. It's true that Russia and China are against our globalists, but not because they intend to, you know, give any semblance of freedom to the world, but because they want to establish their own system of new world order, very tyrannical in the aftermath of what is going to become an inevitable uh, World War III and nuclear war. But it won't start with Ukraine. And the reason I say that, I've explained this in my World Affairs Brief numerous times, but I'll do it one more time for your audience. Russia could use its nukes. It has the largest arsenal and the largest set of missiles with up to 15 warheads each on the missiles compared to our puny 400 missiles that we took the three warheads off of and replaced them with a single warhead. So they've got about 15,000 weapons and we've got 400 but Russia can't use them against the West because it doesn't have the conventional military that can occupy and consolidate the gains from such a destructive attack. That would allow the West to simply rebuild and come back against Russia. See, Russia can't even occupy eastern Ukraine, let alone all of Ukraine, let alone all of Europe, let alone the United States. So it must wait for China to be ready to do this preemptive nuclear strike against military targets. That's not going to happen because of Ukraine. There will be another trigger event that has to involve China, and that's most likely either Taiwan or North Korea. It used to be North Korea only because we have 27,000 U.S. troops there, and we must respond if North Korea, which is a puppet state of China, attacks South Korea and U.S. troops there. But now that the U.S. has announced they're putting in 100 to 200 advisors into Taiwan, it also makes Taiwan a trigger event, not as big as one as North Korea, but a trigger event nevertheless. And it may deter China from uh, attacking Taiwan until they're fully ready to take on the West in World War III, which I don't expect until the latter half of this decade. So while I believe that the war is inevitable, uh, Owen, I don't believe that Ukraine is going to be the trigger event for that war. What do you make of the phenomenon that I've seen playing out, and I wish it wasn't this way, of the Western political elite pushing Russia into the arms of China? To me, Russia is a more natural ally with the United States, and in fact, historically has been an enemy of Russia. But our political elites, uh, they become so deranged and not willing to negotiate or, or come to terms with a new Russia as a world leader and they've pushed them right into the arms of China. Why, why are they so? Why are they so stupid to do that? Well, actually, it's not true, Oren, uh, Owen. Uh, the Russians and Chinese have been in alliance to destroy the West for decades now, and I can't believe that conservatives don't remember all of the things that have gone on for years, from 1970 through 1999. The Russians. Looks like the Russians may have cut him off. Did we lose Joel?
All right. Well, it looks like uh, he's been cut off by uh, the the Chinese communists. Okay, he's back now, Joel. You cut off right when... Uh, no, you know what, guys? We're going to have to reconnect. He's frozen again, I think. I think I'm back now. Okay, there it is. We've got you. So... Mm. All right, we'll have to uh, get reconnected with Joel there. And uh, he's talking about the situation between Russia and China. Now, I, I just saw that on the Drudge Report. They had it on the screen. Zelensky plans to meet with President Xi. Now, this is, of course, after diplomatic meetings have gone down between the Chinese and the Russians. And this is actually going on this week that happened. So this is an interesting move. I don't know much more than what I'm seeing on the screen there as this is breaking today. Zelensky to visit Xi. I wonder how that's going to go. Is he going to fly to China? And do you think Zelensky will be wearing his sweatshirt? Which sweatshirt do you think Zelensky will be wearing when he meets with Xi? Or will he actually put on a suit and tie for that meeting? Or maybe he'll reach into his wardrobe and find one of those gay kink gimp leather daddy outfits that he's so known to dance in and rub up against other men in. Maybe that will be the choice outfit for Zelensky when he visits Xi. Or maybe he'll really virtue signal and um, try to wear something uh, of, of, a, of a Chinese style uh, garment, even though most Chinese leaders just wear suits and ties. So we shall see uh, that, but that's a desperation move. But it just shows you how weak the Biden administration is that it's Zelensky that has to go to China to try to negotiate and, it, and it's not Biden and it's not Blinken and it's not Sullivan. And you may remember Blinken was set to go visit China and then the spy balloon phenomenon happened and they canceled that meeting and they've also canceled other such meetings since then. So diplomacy between China and the United States has gone severely downhill and apparently is so bad now that Zelensky has to go to China for negotiation and not Biden or a member of the Biden administration. So that really shows you how far things have fallen, that it's Zelensky who's going to go over there and beg. Now, Zelensky said... On Ukrainian tele state-run television, he actually said that if, if China and Russia form an alliance and if China supplies Russians with weapons, that's, that's World War III. He said that. Like it was no big deal. Uh, no, that actually is a big deal. So maybe China has saner heads and they're like, yeah, you know what? You said you want World War III if we uh, get into an alliance with Russia. You, you want to you wanna maybe talk about that? I wonder how that one's going to go. Is Xi trying to make a power move here? Is is Xi going to try to make a power move here? Or is this just Zelensky coming with his hand out and having to replace the Biden team because they're so, I guess, disrespected or, or ignored by China at this point as a non-entity. So they're going to have to send Zelensky. All this war propaganda is failing the American people don't want this war. The European people don't want this war. Most NATO countries don't want this war. Most European countries don't want this war. 
it's Biden banging the drums. It's Poland banging the drums. It's Zelensky banging the drums. Hey, but Biden went to Ukraine, cut a $500 million check and flew home. Still hasn't been to Ohio. Still hasn't been to East Palestine, Ohio. Still hasn't cut them a check. But uh, don't worry, Zelensky's got a check. He shoved it right into his uh, leather thong. Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars has proven itself the last 28 years to be over the globalist target and having the biggest effect out there against those tyrants. And we fund our operation with viewers and listeners' support while selling you great products at the same time. So I want to thank all the viewers and listeners who have supported us over the years by spreading the word, praying for the broadcast, and buying product. But I really want to encourage those of you that have been on the fence that have never actually gone to InfoWarsStore.com to go there and get the great books and films and supplements and survival gear that's there that won't just empower you and enrich your life, but again, will keep this broadcast transmitting. So whether it's Real Red Pill Plus or our super high-quality CBD oil or the 50% off or our great fizzy magnesium product or whether it's down and out, our great sleep bay that's back in stock, it's all there. Our turmeric, 95% humanoid, strongest out there, turmeric 95, it's all available at InfoWarsTore.com and it keeps us on the air. So make the decision to enrich your life and keep us on air, InfoWarsTore.com. I've got some good news. Our high-quality supplements really work, and we have about an 80% reorder rate with customers. That's the good news. They're amazing. The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfoWarsTore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the InfoWar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence actually went to InfoWarsStore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder it and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high quality full spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well. Or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar, and help us defeat the new order together. InfoWarsStore.com you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Joel Skousen lost his internet. Chinese spy balloon flew over his home and shut it off. They, but they didn't shut his phone off yet. And if you got a, if you do have a, a hard-lined phone, usually those things can survive. And so Joel joins us over the phone. Uh, Joel, why don't you just lay it out here? Uh, you, you got cut off by the break. While we've got you on the phone here, uh, try to pick it up where he left off. Well, why don't you tell me what I last was saying, because I don't uh, know when I was cut off particularly. Well, you were disagreeing with me because I, I, I view the world that the Western elites have pushed Russia into the arms of China when, to me, Putin is more of a, a, a romantic with the West and I think would have rather be allied with the West. And that's what I see from his speeches. But, but you were saying you think uh, that's not so much the case and that now uh, the China-Russia alliance is something that's, that's been around for a while. That, that's right. And in fact, I covered this in today's World Affairs Brief, which uh, just came out. Your listeners can get a free sample copy by going to worldaffairsbrief.com 
and clicking on request a sample. But what I outlined is several conservative uh, commentators who have made this same point, and it's very common. I don't fault you for thinking this, but remember that just like Putin's speech on the 21st, he's playing to the West as well as to his own people. But, you know, um, the communists have always been masters of deception. And as I say, when they faked their own demise, the world bought into it completely, mostly because our own globals let them get away with it. I mean, if I could see through it and Christopher Story of the UK, we were the only two commentators that that uh, detailed the evidence that it was a phony fall. Um, but uh, Putin is the is the you know dictatorial leader of Russia. It's not a a real democracy at all. Uh, the Communist Party still controls all the major parties in play. Um, though they're, you know, even in the Kremlin, you hear the word, you know, the party says this, the party, and they're not talking the United Party of, of Vladimir Putin. But so you, know, you believe, so you still believe that Russia is communist and Putin is a communist, even though they broke up the Soviet Union in the 90s? But they didn't break it up. That's the, I mean, they let it go. Well, then why are they in Ukraine? I'll tell you why. Now, remember, before the breakup, and they did this breakup to get aid and trade from the from the West, and it worked like a charm. Western companies completely rebuilt the entire oil system in Russia, which made it you know one of the most oil powerhouses in the world. They never could have done it on their own. We gave them you know financial aid, palletfuls of hundred dollar bills. That's why the oligarchs uh, you know had only hundred dollar bills to spend when they went to uh, uh, Europe. They had nothing else for tips. Uh, but the point is, is that um, um, before the phony fall of the Soviet Union, before they appeared to let it break up, they mandated it, by the way. It wasn't, you know, that they let people be free, uh, per se. They moved in hundreds of thousands of Russians to the Baltic states, and they put Donbass and Crimea into the boundaries of Ukraine. Now, these are Russian-speaking areas, and they put them in there so that they could have an excuse to come and invade, which is exactly what they did in Ukraine. So it was a complete lie when Putin said, we don't want Ukraine coming into NATO because we don't want NATO on the border. They already have NATO on the border with, with the Baltics. And when the NATO's uh, countries even declined to let Georgia join NATO— because of concerns, Russian security concerns, in 2006, Russia invaded Georgia anyway. So you see, that was an excuse that just doesn't pan out. The point is, they let go of the former Soviet states, but the corruption remained, and the corruption remains in Ukraine, and the corruption remains in Hungary, and remains in, in Poland, etc. In fact, you know, Lech Walesa the so-called, uh, you know, free market labor union leader was. A so then what's agent. the answer? So what's the answer for Ukraine then? Because right now it the struggle appears to be either you're going to be backed by the West and you're going to have a, a, a Western favoring president or you're going to have a, a, a Russian favoring president. I mean, I don't see any other way for Ukraine right now. I mean, what independence is Ukraine going to have? Well, in fact, Ukraine has always had a phony nationalist as a president until Zelensky. Now, Zelensky is a corrupt individual, and corruption is still rampant. Remember, unlike World War II, when we denazified all the nations, they never decommunized any of the countries that left the Soviet Union. All right? Ukraine still had the same communist bureaucrats exacting bribes from the people, and that's what has given rise to so many revolutions and the Maidan Revolution of 2014. But as I told Alex Clear back then, I said, this was not a Western coup. 
This was a coup done by the communist president, Yanukovych, or Yanukovych, because he was the one who ordered the Berkut, the riot police, to stand down and let the protesters win. Now, the Western people couldn't have told the Berkut to stand down. Even the presidential palace guards were left unattended. That's as if Trump rallies came on January 6th and the Marines had abandoned the White House. Would we have been responsible for that? No. Only the Democrats could have done that. So you see, there's a lot that conservatives don't know about the details of these things that I put out in the World Affairs Brief for you that really cloud my judgment. Now, I am for the Ukrainian people not living under the phony communism that pervades in Russia. But Russia is not the good guy. He's not the ally of the West. Never will be. Never has been. And, uh, you know, it's a sad uh, uh, deception that people buy. I mean, look at his speech. He attacks the LBG and, and, and craziness of transgender in the West. Why does he do that? Because he's playing to the West. He knows that the conservatives... But, Joel, I, 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 I just, I can't buy into that. I'm sorry. If a man tells the truth, he tells the truth. I mean, if I'm going to sit here and say, oh, you're just saying that to play me, well, then I, I, I'm never going to get anywhere. If everybody telling me the truth is oh, out no. to get me, then how am I going to get anywhere? And, and how am I going to trust anybody? Well, you have to distinguish between those that have ulterior motives for telling the truth. Now, he's telling the truth about condemning Western, you know, pro-gay and pro-transgender policies. But, you know, Paragon, he's not the paragon of, he's faking Christianity, never been a Christian. You don't make Christians a KGB colonel. He knows about the phony fall of the Soviet Union. He's continuing it and playing the West because he knows that there are conservatives out there listening to him. Now, the globalist on the other hand— I don't hand, think so, have- Joel. i got to stop you right there because I'm, I'm of this viewpoint that I, I'm not going to— people talking about communism as a threat out of Russia or communism as a threat even out of China falls on deaf ears to me. I've got communists here. Joe Biden just signed our sovereignty over to the World Health Organization. I, I'm dealing with communists in the West. I'm not dealing with communists no, coming no, from Russia. No, no, oh, absolutely. I'm paying for they're illegal not. immigrants. I'm paying for well, people to live in the streets. What do you mean it's not communist? It's not communist. He's a globalist. He's a globalist puppet. And they don't care how much money he takes from China. They don't care how much money he takes from Ukraine. He doesn't even care if China thinks they've got a handle on Joe Biden. He's a pure uh, globalist puppet. And remember, the globalists, if you knew anything about history, of how the globalists have fomented communism and allowed it to rise. They brought China, Mao Zedong, to power. They brought the communists to power in Russia with $20 million of gold. They cut off military aid to Chiang Kai-shek to bring Mao to power. They cut off military aid to Batista to bring communists. They cut out, cut off military aid to Somoza to bring communism to Nicaragua. It doesn't mean they're communists. You've got to understand that the globalists use communism to break down the social order so that they can come in with their milder form of WF Great Reset Socialism, but they're not communists, and you've got to understand that. So why do they why do they want this war with Putin and Russia so badly if they're part of the controlled opposition to bring in the global government? All right. Now remember that prior to this change against Russia, the globalists have always been covering for Russia and covering for China. And believe me, China's ruthless in their comment. You apparently haven't listened to my interviews with Alex Jones about the danger of China, etc. But what I'm saying is the reason... Well, hold on a second. I'm the one that was threatened with the fact that Russia's teaming up with China instead of America. What did you just say? I'm concerned 
that the Western elites are pushing Russia into the arms of the communist Chinese instead of having a partnership with us. That is my concern. They're not pushing him in. He's always been an ally of China. He's never been an ally of the West and never will be. I mean, where do you get this, that he was independent? I, in this? What are you ta- I'm saying it's not happening because the West doesn't want it. The West, is not, the West is not interested in, in having a good relationship with Russia, clearly. And I think that's a mistake. Because now they're going to have a better relationship with China, and now China's going to arm them in Ukraine. Well, it's not possible to ever deal with a deceptive government like Russia and claim that they're ever going to be now. And the globalists know that. They've been covering for Russia and the phony fall of the Soviet Union, specifically because they've been building it. They want Russia and China to attack the United States someday. It won't happen over Ukraine, but they have been building for this. That's what PDD-60 is all about, the Presidential Decision Directive 60 that tells us... Well, I I agree. The globalists want us at war. we got to take a break here, Joel. Come back in the next... It's a 90-second break. I agree the globalists want us at war. I'm not disagreeing with that. And I'm saying they're, they're making it worse right now by funding this war in Ukraine. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsStore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsStore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I want to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate them to the library or give them to the local school. This is an InfoWar. I'm counting on you and thank you for your support. InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got a loaded Monday transmission for you. Owen Troyer here in the driver's seat. Alex Jones is going to be joining me today with the latest breaking news. Now, all sorts of important topics that we're going to be covering today. But I want to just focus on one quickly. And the story's been slowly developing. I've got other headlines about this. But it's the new Republican leadership of Kevin McCarthy, the House Speaker, promising he was going to release the January 6th footage to the public. That has not happened. And despite some murmurings and clamorings, about Tucker Carlson's crew uh, getting access to some of it. Uh, It was very restricted. But not even to get into the hairs of that. Kevin McCarthy, as of right now, you are a liar. You have not released the January 6th footage to the public like you promised you would so that you could become Speaker of the House. So, you're a liar. Now, you could 
make right on that, you could still release it. But aside from that, what have we seen in response to the idea of the January 6th footage being released? Well, from Stephen Colbert and his late night talk show, which is just a Democrat Party propaganda machine. That's it. He just takes his talking points from the Democrat Party propaganda. It's not even late night TV. It's not even comedy. It's not too hard to figure that out. From pushing your pushing you a vaccine that's going to poison you for a year to going on air this week saying, we can't release the January 6th footage. Like, literally, he's reading off a Democrat teleprompter. We can't release the footage. It will release national security secrets. It'll show people where the cameras are at. It's too dangerous. Representative Benny Thompson, Democrat, warns release of January 6th video could compromise Capitol security. Chuck Schumer coming out saying the same thing. We can't release this. What are you, nuts? What are you, crazy? Well, you know, I bet if it was showing something Trump did, they'd want you to release, they'd want it released. I bet if it showed their narrative of what happened on January 6th to be true, bunch of Trump supporters going in there trying to insurrect, then they'd want you to see it, but they don't. And now here's a journalist, Dana Milbank, saying you can't see it in clip three. Speaker Kevin McCarthy is under fire for sharing about 44,000 hours of surveillance camera footage from January 6th with Fox News host Tucker Carlson. Other media organizations, including NBC News, have demanded access to the tapes as well. The speaker is more than just a political leader. They also oversee the day-to-day administration of the Capitol, including security. Is there something unprecedented about what McCarthy has done here, Dana? Yeah, I mean, day after day, it seems that he breaks uh, uh, precedent after precedent. This is another one of the promises he made to the holdouts to uh, to give him uh, the speakership. Uh, according to Matt Gates himself, this is one of the things that Kevin McCarthy promised to release uh, all of this footage. And now course, he's doing your he's job. He's not released so, so it. He's released it specifically. Washington Post columnist Dana Milbank about to tell you you can't see the footage. So he's working for you then because you don't want us to see the footage. And he hasn't followed through. He hasn't made good on his promise to release the footage. But see, it's never enough with these tyrants. They want full control of Kevin McCarthy. They don't even like him releasing it to Fox News crews. But think about it like this. Why don't the Democrats want you to see that footage? Why are the January 6th defendants in court fighting to have that footage released, but not the people claiming that they're guilty of an insurrection? And, and the same question you could apply to the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. All these European countries are demanding an investigation into the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. You know who's shutting that down? Joe Biden. Why don't they want you to see the January 6th footage? Why don't they want you to know who did the Nord Stream 2 pipeline? The truth is because the Democrats did both of those events. It's the final countdown, all right. It's the final countdown for freedom, for humans on planet Earth, or even humanity on planet Earth. Or it's the final countdown for global government tyranny, medical tyranny, weaponized government against the people of this planet, stopping us 
from controlling our destiny. This is the Alex Jones Show live here on this Monday, February 27, 2023. Filling in for Alex Owen Schroyer today. Alex is joining me in the second hour with big breaking news. And I'm also hoping we're efforting to get Jim Hoft on or somebody from the Gateway Pundit to cover a lot of the election news that's breaking where just wild stuff coming out of Arizona, wild stuff coming out of Houston, wild stuff coming out of Los Angeles. And it's the stuff that you would expect, but we're talking about millions of illegal votes. We're talking about voter fraud that can obviously overturn true election results and a lot of criminal activity that's being exposed. But there's an old headline that's another headline from today, from this weekend, and that is legal walls close in on Trump. Walls close in on Trump. And this is their big syndicated article bashing Trump from over the weekend. You can go on a Google search and plug in walls close in on Trump. And since 2016, 2015, probably even. You'll find all kinds of stories, news reports, walls close in. There's entire video compilations, probably at Grabian. But they're out there. Entire media compilations. And it's just one talking head after the other. Like they're reading off the same script like we've seen before. And they all say, the walls are closing in on Trump. The walls are closing in. The walls are closing in. The walls are closing in. Look at that. There it is right there. So, are the walls closing in on Trump? Have they been closing in on Trump for, what, seven years now? They're closing in. The walls are closing in. They've been saying it for seven years. But that's not even the point. The point is that the walls are closing in on the globalists. The walls are closing in on the Biden administration. Why doesn't the Biden administration want to investigate the Nord Stream 2 pipeline explosion? Because they did it. And guess what? The rest of the world is figuring that out, including the European countries that are having meetings leaving the United States out, leaving the Biden administration out, trying to decide how they're going to deal with this madness. They don't want war with Russia. They don't want World War III. NATO does not want Ukraine, and Ukraine is not in the NATO alliance. And it was the Biden administration that blew up the Nord Stream 2 pipeline as a false flag event to try to get Europe more invested into the war against Russia in Ukraine, and it didn't take. It didn't take. So our leaders are basically mad villains, psychotic, mad, but, but really even more psychotic than mad. They're just, they're just incompetent. They're, just, they're defunct. They're not in their prime. They're not sending their best. So the walls are actually closing in on Joe Biden. But that's just half the story. The walls are closing in on the idea of global government. 
Because people are starting to realize what it really means, what it really represents, what stopping man-made climate change really is about. Remove climate change from that, and you've got it. Well, that's just stopping man. Bingo. Bingo. But no, the walls are closing in on Pete Booty Judge. You know, they tried to blame Trump for the whole train derailment, and there's a bunch of news on that today. Well, it actually turns out, no, (laughs) no, it wasn't the regulations cut by Trump. It was a demand that the unions made after Trump to the Biden administration and Pete Buttigieg. And the union said, we don't need to have all of these crew members on like Trump wanted, plus the automated system. And so... The story was that, oh, there was only one crew member on the train, and they were trying to blame that on Trump. Well, actually, it was the union request to do that. But it turns out there were actually three people on the train that were crew members during the derailment. So again, they lied. They were wrong. But isn't that so typical? Blame Trump for what you've done. Trump stole the election. No, you guys steal elections. The walls are closing in on Joe Biden. The walls are closing in on the military-industrial complex. Now, that's dangerous because it's the whole flip-over-the-board, turn-over-the-table moment of desperation that we could be facing. But it's the same why. Why don't the Democrats and their friends in the media want you to see the January 6th footage? Because it shows everything they've told you about January 6th is a lie. And it will show you that it was indeed Democrats. I mean, I don't know if they would call themselves Democrats. But Antifa types, leftist types, maybe FBI provocateurs. With their face masks on, with their black hoodies and black pants and black Antifa gear. Breaking in, busting through, tearing down the the barriers. And then when the Trump supporters get in there with, you know, their... American flags and their Trump hats. They're just kind of walking through the velvet ropes like, oh, well, this is kind of cool. Like it's a tourism event. So they lied about that. They sent in their provocateurs and false flagged it and lied about it. And now they don't want you to see the evidence. Isn't it so obvious? January 6th defendants, like myself, begging for the footage to be released. Why would I want that footage to be released? Because it'll show the entire event that they are claiming it was is a lie. Same with the other defendants, the ones rotting in jail cells. You know, the doctors, the military veterans, the moms, the dads, rotting in jail cells for years. They want the footage released. Why? Because it'll prove their innocence. So why don't the Democrats want the footage released? Why don't their friends and their propaganda agents in the American media, in the mainstream media, why don't they want the footage released? Well, it's the exact same why they don't want you to know who blew up the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Because they did it. The Democrats did January 6th. They stood down the National Guard. They stood down the D.C. police. They sent in their provocateurs. They had a film crew, a documentary film crew, ready to go because they knew they were staging this false flat. And even Nancy Pelosi's daughter who was shooting the documentary, How Convenient That Day, has come out and said in a hot mic, hot camera, she didn't know she was on, saying, yeah, there was no insurrection on January 6th. The whole thing is a lie. 
So why don't the Democrats and their friends in the mainstream media want you to see the January 6th footage? The same reason they don't want you to, to know who blew up the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, because they did it. They did it. They are the bad guys. They are the crooks. They are the criminals. They are the liars. And the minute you realize that, the entire gig is up. The minute you realize these are the most coordinated, conscious, lying, conniving, deceiving people on earth, why would you trust anything else they're selling you? You're not going to trust their global government. You're not going to trust their medical tyranny. You're not going to trust their stop man-made climate change agenda. You're not going to trust anything they sell you anymore, and you shouldn't, and you never should. But that's why they're in a circle the wagons technique right now, saying, you can't see the January 6th footage. It's dangerous. And we can't know who blew up the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. It's dangerous. Really? Well, yeah, I guess it is dangerous for the criminals that did it. In other words, it's dangerous for you, the Democrats. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hey, everybody. If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. And discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away at SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. I don't want to spend all day on this. And I've got some news I'll cover right now and we'll move on for the time being. I will tell you that reporter for the Gateway Pundit, Kara Castronova, is going to be joining me on the War Room later today. 
to discuss some of the latest January 6th developments with those cases that are ongoing. But the question that needs to be asked, why is the same media and the same Democrat Party that told you January 6th was the worst event in American history, worse than Pearl Harbor, worse than 9-11? And if you're listening to me and you think that I'm exaggerating or being sensational, no, they literally did that. That's not me dramatizing the situation. That's them. They compared it and said it was worse on national television saying January 6th was worse than 9-11 in Pearl Harbor. Some of them saying combined. That's how deranged these lunatics are. But I mean, anybody that would want a global government is clearly a little deranged. But no, they told you it was the worst thing ever. They told you you need to be concerned. They told you it was a terror attack. And now they're telling you, you can't see the footage from that day. I mean, that should give away the entire operation right there. Worst attack on the U.S. Capitol ever. Worst terror attack in U.S. history. Insurrection. Wow, that sounds bad. I'd like to see some of that footage. No, you can't see the footage. Oh, why not? You build it up. You say how bad it is. You sell us on this event, and now we can't even see the evidence? Hmm. Pretty obvious what's going on there, isn't it? And then there's Kevin McCarthy. Boy, oh boy. I had hope. I thought he would come through. And he promised us he'd release the footage. Kevin. Oh, Kevin. Where's the footage, buddy? It's been over a month now. We'd like that footage. And Kevin, in case you haven't noticed, that footage has the Democrat Party absolutely panicked. And the mainstream media absolutely panicked. Mm. And don't tell me it's about national security. Don't tell me it's about security or safety concerns. These people have the southern border wide open with rapists and murderers and drug dealers and human traffickers pouring in, making billions of dollars every day. Don't tell me about national security. You don't want me to see what really happened on January 6th. Bullcrap. So, Kevin McCarthy, hi. Hi, Kevin. Where's that footage you promised us, Kevin? Kevin? Kevin, you promised us some footage. The Democrats are absolutely panicked over it. You think we could get that footage, huh? You think you could maybe come through with that promise, oh, Kevin? Or are you the stinker? Are you the swamp creature that we thought you were? I gave him a chance. I've given him the benefit of the doubt in the month since he was confirmed as the House Speaker, but looking for something here, Kevin. We ain't got all day. But you see, it's the same reason they don't want you talking about the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. And I'm going to move on, but it needs to be well understood by the American people. And now... Donald Trump went on Glenn Beck's radio show this morning. Trump to Glenn Beck, Nord Stream attack could have been us. The one group it wasn't was Russia. That was actually over the weekend. Trump said that with Glenn Beck. And that's just the truth. 
I mean, you have Victoria Newland, who's just she's elbow deep in all the Ukrainian corruption with the bio labs and Rosemont Seneca and Hunter Biden. She's been over there for years. She's been over there for decades. She knows what's going on. And you have Joe Biden, you have Victoria Newland, you have all these members of the Biden administration coming out and saying, we're going we're gonna to stop the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. We're going to blow up the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. And then it happens. And you say, wow, it must have been those guys that said they were going to do it. And they say, oh, no, what not? <laughs> oh, oops. Oh, oops, we bragged about committing a war crime. Oh, oops, we bragged about wanting to commit a terror attack. And then we did it, and we bragged about it, and now we're caught. It's like Joe Biden in front of the Council on Foreign Relations. Like, I mean, Ukraine has been stealing billions of dollars from the United States for years, and Biden loves it. Biden loves it because it's 10% for the big guy. So what's 10% of a billion? A hundred million? Did Joe Biden get $100 million when he released the billion dollars for Ukraine so that they would fire a prosecutor that wasn't investigating his son? Did Biden get 10% of that money too? See, this is why our politicians love all this foreign money that we give away because they can use it as bribe and leverage material. You better not investigate my son's criminal activity in Ukraine or we're not going to send you a billion dollars. And he brags about it in front of the Council on Foreign Relations and then the guy gets fired and his son Hunter Biden makes millions of dollars working for a gas company. He has no experience in the oil field, in the oil industry. They're criminals, they're crooks and they've been caught and they brag about it on national television. We're going to blow up the pipeline. We didn't blow up the pipeline. So Trump telling the truth on Glenn Beck, and everybody knows it. Russia knows they blew it up. Switzerland knows they blew it up. Norway was apparently involved. Germany knows the United States blew it up. Everybody knows it. And so there's a real standoff going on as far as how involved NATO and these other European allies want to get involved in Ukraine to back Biden's war against Russia to protect their criminal vassal state of Ukraine, their money laundering, their asset laundering operation. Hungary demands UN investigation in a scandalous attack on Nord Stream 2 pipelines. Again, though, you don't hear United States demands investigation. You don't hear Joe Biden demands investigation. You don't hear Vladimir Zelensky demands investigation. No, you don't, do you? You hear about these European countries demanding an investigation, but you get crickets. You get silence from the Biden administration. They don't want it to be investigated because they did it. Remember when liberals were anti-war? This is going to be a nice little thorn in your side. This is going to be a nice little dagger into you fake anti-war liberals. President George W. Bush supports U.S. involvement in Ukraine. There you go, folks. There you go. So now Bush supports the war in Ukraine. You libs still going to like that? You Obama voters, the anti-war Democrats, you hated George Bush. You called him a war criminal. He killed millions of people in Iraq, right? Afghanistan, right, right. He's so bad, right, right. Now, oh, but the war in Ukraine, though, you guys agree with that, don't you? 
don't you? His cognitive decline is going to get people killed. Former White House physician says Joe Biden is leading U.S. into war. Uh, yeah, actually, people already died in Afghanistan. People have already died in Ukraine, so it's already caused people to die. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsStore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsStore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I'm going to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsTore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate them to the library or give them to the local school. This is an InfoWar. I'm counting on you and thank you for your support. I've got some good... You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. And now, the tip of the spear, leading the fight to take back the nation, it's Owen Troyer. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. As always, an honor and a privilege to be with you here today. The emergency transmissions are still blasting out internationally. Despite the globalists, the global criminal cabal, secret society's agenda to have us removed. And you know, I have to tell you, I brought in today, I haven't, I haven't taken my um, morning supplements. I was running around all morning and I didn't have time, but I did put them in a little baggie here. And so these are my morning supplements. Let's see how many we got in here. I think we got, uh, we got exactly 10 different pills in here. I think six or seven of them are right from InfoWarsStore.com. And so I still need to take those. Just need to get a cup of water. But I really do take the products from InfoWarsStore.com. I really am a product of the products from InfoWarsStore.com. So I'm not just up here selling you something, talking about something that I don't take and use myself. We really do have the best supplements. And when you realize how depleted our diets are of basic nutrition, you realize this is why the supplement industry has taken off throughout the years. But considering what a large industry it's become, obviously the people come in bringing you low-quality supplements at the highest price. We do the opposite. We bring you the highest-quality supplements at the lowest price and then use that to fund ourselves at InfoWarsStore.com. So, That's what we do to stay on air. We don't take money from big pharmaceutical companies like Pfizer so that we can't warn you about the deadly side effects of their vaccine, unlike the mainstream news outlets that are beholden to their corporate sponsors, whether it's big Hollywood or big pharma or big agra, and then they can't talk about it. And you know, it's funny enough, but that was kind of the plot line for Anchorman 2 which was actually a really underrated movie. 
usually those follow-ups aren't as good, but Anchorman 2 was really good. But that was the whole plot line. It's like, oh, they can't talk about the real news because it hurts their corporate sponsors. Well, we don't have the corporate sponsors. We have you, the sponsors, shopping at InfoWarsStore.com. And so we appreciate that. We do still have the prebiotic fiber 40% off right now and all of the InfoWars MD line supplements at a discount as well at InfoWarsStore.com. And of course, it's your support there that keeps us on the air. But there's supplements there at InfoWarsStore.com. I will not go a day without taking like DNA Force Plus for one and so much more. And of course, you know, I won't go on air without Brain Force Plus or Brain Force Ultra. So when I've got a long day of double duty like today, Brain Force Plus, Brain Force Ultra, my go-to, also on sale exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. Wow. It was like we planned that out, guys. That's synergy here on a Monday. All right. The walls are closing in on the deep state. The walls are closing in on the globalists. The walls are closing in on big pharma. Woody Harrelson is an American hero. After what he did on Saturday Night Live. Now, there's an older video that's kind of resurfaced. Second video of Woody Harrelson blasting Big Pharma appears online, this time with Bill Maher agreeing. Yeah, Bill Maher's an actual liberal. And while he has a lot of differences in ideologies from, let's say, right-wingers or conservatives, he's not a psychotic big government control freak authoritarian. And so he sees that stuff and calls it out. And with the vaccines, that has been an obvious one. But I'm not going to play the clip. The whole monologue is about six minutes. They have it on the screen here. But Woody Harrelson just so perfectly breaks down the madness of COVID and the vaccines. But in a humorous way, that's like he's telling you what happened, but saying that's impossible because nobody would believe that, except that's exactly what happened, ironically enough. And so it goes totally viral. And sadly, sadly, a lot of people are waking up now to the truth about the vaccines and the side effects and this died suddenly situation. The good news is because of this realization and because of this awakening, I mean, you you realize their entire plan was to probably have you on about your fourth or fifth vaccine by now. And that's why they gave you that certification card. And remember, it had like five boxes in it. So the plan really from Pfizer and the big pharma companies that own our government and own our media, the plan was really to have you on about your fourth or fifth shot by now or dead. But not just InfoWars, but because of all the other news outlets out there pushing back against it, the whole vaccine pass failed. This whole booster, get your boosters and get your third booster and fourth booster has just completely collapsed. And so the good news is that you got one of these vaccines. The odds of you having a life-altering side effect are pretty low. Pretty low. You have two, three, four. They exponentially increase with each shot, obviously. 
But everybody's sadly learning about this now. FDA reveals rare, possibly fatal neurological disorder is a potential risk with new Pfizer vaccine. And now they're investigating another uh, professional athlete's death. 42-year-old former U.S. swimming champ dies in Virgin Islands, found on the floor. Police are investigating, so we, we don't know the story there, but it's another die suddenly phenomenon either way. But it's every day. And I have, from all over the country, just just friends and audience members, from all over the country, and it's local news stories, 12-year-old basketball player dies, cardiac arrest. 14-year-old football player dies on the field, cardiac arrest. Cross-country runner dies, cardiac arrest. Like, this has never happened before. This is odd. Yeah, well, the number one side effect for the vaccine is the heart problems. And they just want to normalize it. And you can go find all these different stories now. And they run television ads about how it's normal for 12-year-old boys and girls to have heart attacks. That's normal now. Nothing to see there. Don't worry about that. Well, that wasn't normal. Why is it normal now? What has changed? Okay, uh, this story just broke. I didn't even see this. Just broke. 31-year-old former Mets minor league pitcher Matt Pobreco dies suddenly of a heart attack. 31 years old, professional athlete, dies suddenly heart attack. So, boy, oh boy, I'll tell you. Mm-mm-mm. trying to pace myself today i've got a long day and i'm trying to pace myself but but you know i I gotta tell you you know i've got i've got friends i've got family and i meet people that are now friends and they took the vaccine and they you know they didn't know any better they don't you don't even watch news they don't even care they just were told it was safe and effective. They were told they needed to go to work. They were told they needed to travel. They were told they needed to fight against a COVID infection. Just all lies. Just all lies. And, you know, maybe you experienced this too. I mean, it's such a difficult subject to breach because I'm not trying to put people I know and care about into this state of fear irrationally. But it's just like, man. So all I say is, oh, okay, hey, make sure you don't get another. Make sure you don't get another. Like, hey, there's a lot of bad side effects. They're killing people. Make sure you do not get another. And the good news is most of them never did go back to get the booster. But, man, it makes me so mad they got tricked into taking it. Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars has proven itself the last 28 years to be over the globalist target and having the biggest effect out there against those tyrants. And we fund our operation with viewers and listeners' support while selling you great products at the same time. So I want to thank all the viewers and listeners that have supported us over the years by spreading the word praying for the broadcast and buying product. But I really want to encourage those of you that have been on the fence have never actually gone to InfoWarsStore.com to go there and get the great books and films and supplements and survival gear that's there 
that won't just empower you and enrich your life, but again, will keep this broadcast transmitting. So whether it's Real Red Pill Plus or our super high-quality CBD oil or the 50% off or a great physio magnesium product or whether it's down and out our great sleep aid that's back in stock, it's all there. Our turmeric, 95% humanoid, strongest out there, turmeric 95. It's all available at InfoWarsTore.com, and it keeps us on the air. So make the decision to enrich your life and keep us on air, InfoWarsTore.com. I've got some good news. Our high-quality supplements really work, and we have about an 80% reorder rate with customers. That's the good news. They're amazing. The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfoWarsTore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the InfoWar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence actually went to InfoWarsTore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high-quality full-spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well, or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar, and help us defeat the new order together. InfoWarStore.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. with Alex Jones, who joins us coming up in the next hour. Part of the story when it comes to the 15-minute city idea that is now being talked about, and there's already some examples of this, like they want to build this wall city in Saudi Arabia, which I'm actually not even that opposed to as much as other commentators have been. It's really just tyranny. If you want to go live in some wall facility or commune like that, I have no problem with that. Uh, you can't force people into doing it, and, and maybe the thing ends up working out. But more realistically, it's not just an infrastructure built where you just have your whole life there in this hub, but it's the tyranny and the surveillance and the social credit system and everything that comes along with it, which is really right out of China. And so the best way to describe a 15-minute city would basically to say you're in an open-air prison camp and you can't, I mean, ultimately, they like the situation if they can control all the resources. This is why they have to destroy the Amish and other such people so that you can't live outside the city. They control the water, they control the food. And you just literally can't even exist. You can't live. They want to make it impossible to farm. Bill Gates buying up all the farmland. They want to make being Amish illegal. They want to make just having natural organic food that you can just grow right there on your land, have animals and plants and everything to be self-sustainable. They want to shut all that down. And so imagine an open-air prison, and yes, there will be bars around the city, For your protection, of course. For your protection. Of course, they're built to keep you in. They're built to keep you in. 
And imagine, like at a ball game, and this is what I was talking about with Alex, is what I saw at this ball game over the weekend. But imagine you've got the reverse turnstile when you leave the stadium. And I don't know if they really make these anymore, but where you can only walk out and you can't get back in, except it's the opposite. You can't leave once you're in. You're in the open-air prison facility. And having the cashless society is one of the big parts. Now, apparently, Cleveland is already doing this. So, so Hillary Clinton says, we need to have a cashless society to stop climate change. And, and the man-made climate change myth is the foundational lie that all of this next-level tyranny is going to be built upon. But here's a report. Cleveland, Ohio, apparently wants to become the first 15-minute city in the United States. Bib introduced the idea of being the first 15-minute city in the United States. He did this in his State of the City address last night. The urban planning model is new, but city planners told our Sarah Shookman the time is now to tap into federal dollars to address some of Cleveland's deeper problems. Imagine a Cleveland where everything you need is less than 15 minutes away. It's this ideal planning framework where human needs and desires are accessible within a 15-minute walk, bicycle ride, or transit trip. And that's really what we're striving for in this new planning model. City planner Matt Moss says it doesn't have to be a dream. Instead of a concrete jungle where people work and separate places where people live, in a 15-minute city, everything is closer. It's starting out with the city we have now and then asking residents how they might want their community to grow or change in ways that, again, make things more accessible or provide them with more opportunities to access the things they want to get to in their day-to-day lives. So this has failure written all over it for multiple reasons. Um, The entire concept is impossible, first of all. This this idea, I I mean, you're literally talking about a Judge Dredd-style megacity or you're talking about like a scene from the fifth element with 500 story skyscrapers and everything's in your building like in Judge Dredd and you can't leave, you can't get in. But this whole concept is ludicrous and if you want to live in a 15 minute city lifestyle, you can already do that. You can already, I've, I've had it before, Maybe not a 15-minute city is the best way to put it, but I've, I mean, I've strategically located myself before where I'm right next to a bus stop or right next to a train stop so I can utilize that public transit. Or better yet, I'll find somewhere to live that's a mile or two from where I work. I, I walk to work, I bike to work for about five years of my life when I was living in St. Louis. So you can already choose that lifestyle if you want it. This is about removing the element of choice. Selling it to you like it's this great idea. Tell me how, okay, I'll tell you what. You want to build a 15-minute city? Okay, I'm all for it. We just spent $150 billion in Ukraine. Do you think we could have built a 15-minute city with that? Look at... The Dallas Cowboys Stadium, AT&T Stadium, Jerry World. Look at that construction. Look at that monstrosity of a building. 
That was a billion dollars. You could have built 150 of those. Hell, one Dallas Cowboys stadium is like a city. You could have built 150 of those and you gave the money to Ukraine for what? You want to build a 15-minute city? Fine. Stop giving our money to other countries. Go ahead, build your 15-minute city. Go ahead, build your little organic, self-sustainable 15-minute city infrastructure. I'm for it. Let's see it. Maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. Let's give it a try. No, 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 no. You're going to have a bunch of, I mean, look, I don't know anything about that guy that we just played in the Cleveland news report there, but I don't think I'd want him running my life. I'll put it like that, okay? I don't want him running my life. So all these people are going to do now is they're going to destroy, you watch, if they actually implement this in Cleveland, Cleveland is going to be worse to live in now. And they're going to destroy your infrastructure, and they're going to destroy your normal commute and everything you're used to, and it's going to be a complete bungled mess, and nobody's going to even buy into this idea of a 15-minute city. So what, you can only work at the local fast food place, or you can only work, work at the local grocery store? Well, what, what if you want to work somewhere else? What if you got a job somewhere out of town? What if you need to drive far to work? What if you want to live outside of the city? See, this is all about removing choice. And the cashless society has everything to do with it. And Alex may want to talk about this when he comes back. I know he's got news he wants to break, but I'm at the Austin FC football club soccer game over the weekend and they've already got all the venues here in Austin that are cash free every venue here in Austin is cash free I mean there's there there's local venues and stuff and bars but I mean if you want to go to a big concert if you want to go to a big sporting event all the venues are cash free you can only use your card and I always complain and the workers are always like yeah it's bullcrap we don't like it either and then someone else will overhear it and say yeah this is bs So nobody even wants this crap. It just gets forced on us by the big corporations that own everything. And and they have all the money. So yeah, I mean, I get it. You're a a ball stadium, you're a venue or whatever. You're trying to make money, you're trying to cut costs. And you get told by the payment processors and the cards processors and all your different corporate sponsors, you got to do the cashless stuff. So they do it. But there's this new thing. I don't know if this is unique to Austin or if others have experienced this. I don't even know how it works. This is crazy. You walk in to, they have this, it's like a tiny little marketplace, like a bodega type of situation at the, at the ball games, where they'll just have 20 refrigerators lined up and, and little, you know, display things of popcorn and chips and peanuts and stuff. And it's got a, an arm like it's a subway and you flash your subway ticket and the arm lifts up and you go ride the subway well this is like a little market that they have at the stadium and you flash your card you have to have your chip on your card to get in and you put your chip in front of the reader on your debit card and the arm lifts up and you can go in and somehow somehow the technology, the surveillance technology they have watches what you grab and charges you when you walk out. And you don't have to swipe it or anything else. Well, 
Yeah, and eventually they want that to be in your wrist. And eventually they want it to be mandatory in order for you to get access to the 15-minute cities where they're going to have all the food, all the water, all the resources. This is their plan for tyranny over you. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsTore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsTore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I'm going to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsTore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate to the library or give them to the local school. This is an InfoWar. I'm counting on you and thank you for your support. Last year, we published a report entitled Evidence That U.S. Government Targeted Red States with deadly batch of vaccine, a story that most outlets ignored. Private leaked documents from the CDC show a list of expiry dates, and only certain lots are included. The very same lots found to be highly toxic in Parta Cooper's database. This mode of deployment allows governments the ability to direct deadly batches into specific populations, such as red states. Analysis of the number of dying per 100,000 vaccinated in 50 states shows us that the overwhelming majority of vaccine deaths are happening in red states. Second smartest guy in the world on Substack also reported on it and has recently published an update writing that now we have a more robust and far more damning view of this carefully distributed depopulation scheme. Back in Ohio of 2021, the expose publishes a report on data found in the USA's VAERS, Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, which reveals that 100% of COVID-19 vaccine deaths had been caused by just 5% of the batches, batches that can be identified. And these deadly batches were not distributed evenly. The top eight states with the highest vaccination death rate, Kentucky, Arkansas, West Virginia, Montana, Alaska, North Dakota, Wyoming, and Tennessee are all red states. 19 of the top 24 on the list are red states. And California has been the least affected by the deadly lots of COVID vaccine. The numbers show that Kentucky has a 1,900% worse vaccination death rate than California, suggesting that Kentucky received 20 times the amount of deadly batches than California did. Florida, number 20 on the list of most vaccine deaths per vaccination, received three times the amount of deadly batches than California, with its vaccination death rate at 200% higher than California's. The author points out that these deadly batches would be better classified as rapid kill lots and slow kill lots. 
as we are now seeing more evidence that they kill over time. And the evidence shows that red states were targeted with the rapid kill shots. This would go along with the United Nations Agenda 2030 plan, which seeks to move the entire population into crowded cities and federalize all of flyover country in the name of climate change. They have less than seven years to accomplish this, and they are deadly serious about it. The U.S. government is in lockstep with the United Nations, and they will resort to murder and democide to accomplish their goals of total control. Many are suggesting that this is what is happening in East Palestine, Ohio, right now. The people of America are under attack by their own government, who is never going to quit until they accomplish their goals or unless they are stopped. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. A lot of his supporters believe that we are the enemy of the American people, and that is really, really an awful situation. Uh, We are not the enemy of the American people. We love the American people. We are not the enemy of the American people. We love the American people. We love the American people. We love the American people. They came in peace. We are not the enemy of the American people. We love the American people. This is CNN. The most banned network in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, we have now entered hour number two of this Monday, February 27th, 2023 transmission. I'm your host, Alex Jones. Riding shotgun with me is the great Owen Troyer until 3 p.m. today when he returns to the War Room. Thank you again so much for joining us. Last night, I spent most of the two hours getting into the fact on the Sunday broadcast that the Great Awakening is here and the chain reaction is now accelerating. We have successfully triggered a global awakening chain reaction. That means I have, Owen has, the crew has, the audience of activists and people spreading the word, you've done it. It's why the enemy has abject, explosive, lying hatred for the InfoWars operation and our family of pro-humans. We stand against their eugenics depopulation plans. We stand against their nuclear wars. We stand against their great resets, their 15-minute cities, Agenda 2030, and the whole entire project of the transhumanist, mad scientist, death cult. 
So I want to thank all of you who joined us in the first hour. And uh, I'll, I'll be back tomorrow hosting in the first and the second hour as well. But today I was working on some very important projects and also spending some time with family. Before I plunge back into all this news and all the huge developments that are taking place, uh, listeners have noticed that I've been taking off four, five, six days a month the last three months. People are like, what's going on? Alex Jones you know, never takes off more than maybe two weeks a year maximum and usually works from the road. And it, 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 it's very, very simple, but also very, very profound. <clears throat> and I explained this again just a few weeks ago. My primary mission of 28 years on air, 30-plus years politically active, was to ignite a global awakening to the new world order. <clears throat> and now, I've said this for years, if I ever see our deep knowledge of how this really works spreading to a lot of other pundits and talk show hosts, and they really have the multidimensional 3D chess understanding that I don't have to maximum pedal the metal, basically killing myself, working 15 to 20 hours a day. When Trump was in, I knew we had a shot at really turning things around then and devastating the globalist. But he got so infiltrated and his ego got in the way and a lot of other things. Trump is a perfect nobody is. Uh, that we damaged the globalists but didn't fully get the chain reaction going, uh, really because it was too much about Trump. And so I would work 15 hours a day on average, six days a week, and about four, five, six hours on Saturdays. And my children are 20, and they are uh, 19, and 15, and five and a half. Three with my first wife, one with my second wife. And I know that. I need to get my head in the game and really cogitate and, 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 and think about the new world order and have time to really <clears throat> process what's going on to talk about what the next major leg of my mission is going to be. And I've got a lot of ideas, but it, 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 it's still percolating through my mind. And so that's what I've been doing is taking off an unprecedented six, seven days a month uh, and, and, and still working part-time just because it's beyond recharging my batteries. And so we used to, when I take off even a day or two, people got pissed off. And I understand why. There's important stuff to cover. And you're dedicated to listening and giving us information and sharing information with us and spreading the word. And I love you and I appreciate you. But with all the attacks and all the demonization, all the things going on, and also having to go to court all the time and behind the scenes things, I was getting to where um, I was not looking over the horizon on what was coming next and how to stop the enemy's next move. I was spending too much time in the present. But again, just in the last six months or so, I can confirm just with deep analysis, we can also just see it everywhere, that humanity really has turned a corner here. Now, the globalists had to really push and lock things down and kill millions of people and ship out specially directed poison injections in certain deep red areas of the U.S. and other populist conservative areas of Europe. Uh, and Australia, New Zealand, and Canada. So we're in the middle of a bioweapon attack. We're in the middle of a total Hitlerian 2.0 system. And also going through three years of that um, really changed me a lot. And there's a lot to describe here, and we have a lot of news to cover, but people ask me this question a lot, so I was just going to get it out here on air, that I've gone in the last few years from really hating the New World Order 
to being very, very sad about the whole situation. Now, I always did what I do for love of my family, love of your family, because our children are growing up in the world together. So if you don't have empathy and love others, you're, you don't love yourself. So I don't even see that as some wonderful attribute that I really do care about people and really do love people and really try to be the most genuine person I can be and really focus on, am I being genuine and not rationalizing things? And I'm certainly not perfect. But I did have an impetus to go after the enemy of my extreme hatred of them. And a lot of people have noticed I'm not as hateful as I was sometimes or, or really vicious, uh, which people are like, whoa, this dude really comes off mean as hell. And, and people can tell it's real. It's real legitimate hatred, grind my teeth hatred, uh, bug my eyes out hatred. Um, and I just got closer to God in the last few years. And I just knew that I'm not going to be able to continue on and I'm not going to be as effective uh, power in this operation on hate. And again, 30% of it was powered on hate for the New World Order. Uh, and and 70% for love of humanity. Now it's 100% love. I mean, I really do not hate uh, Prince Charles or Bill Gates or any of these people. I, I just know what horrible, fallen, truly occupied, satanic husk they are, and that they're not even humans. And, and they really are interdimensionally turned themselves over to this satanic transmission. That's what it is. It's energy. And the science even shows that. And so I realized that staring into the abyss and opposing them from a position of hate was turning me in some ways into them. And it's good to be able to become your enemy, at least in the military, in, in, in a war game so you can think ahead of them and how they're going to operate. Uh, but at the same time, th this has really been me going through some big changes that are much, much stronger than other kind of Paul on the road to Damascus moments I've had two other times in my life. And, and, and instead of it being a boom, big event where I just get hit and get this big download, it's a constant download now. And so a, a lot of really important analysis, a lot of really important over-the-horizon information that deep research and commitment, but also focusing more on God, focusing more on love, focusing more on the good in the world. That's how we're going to save the good is by celebrating it and pointing out what it is. And then just going, yeah, that's the disease. That's the evil. That's the Satanism. That's the enemy. And we have to oppose them very strongly and, and with total will, but it, it's, it's, it's more of a just continued strength, just a wall of resistance. And, and my will has become much, much stronger. Uh, because I, in the past, believed in God, loved God, and would use some of God's energy, but I was deeply, I guess, prideful. And I believed, and I have a very strong will, that I could set my will against the enemy and break them, uh, and set your will against the enemy and, and break them. No, God has to put it in our heart, and then God's will flows through us, and that is the quiet place of the Most High that I've been praying a lot, trying to get in the place that King David talked about because I've been in that place since I was a child many times. Uh, and it was like an aura of the enemy when I was growing up, knew it. And that's why I had so many attacks and so many things that happened. But I look back on it and I was like, that's like a science fiction movie. It was like Agent Smith's, you know, the system was jumping into these people and coming up against me. And then in, in those cases, it wasn't me that was winning those fights and doing those things. It was God protecting me. Uh, and, 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 and so that's where I am now is, trying to empty out the sin, trying to become purified, trying to become sanctified, and more and more just getting into that quiet place the most high. We're in God's presence, 
and there's total confidence and completion and understanding, but then it's so hard to articulate something so good and something so holy. And then you get in that presence and you don't even care about the world anymore. It's just, you're like sad for the evil people. You're just like, oh my gosh, what? Oh my, that's how it all works. It's like if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it, you can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made in America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30 day money back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800 274 7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Wall of Fire. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD Family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles, and those live feeds, both the regular shows, the special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars Emergency News Alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. We are back on this live Monday broadcast. Owen is going to be coming in and out with breaking stories and analysis and his commentary with me here. I'll be hosting for the rest of this hour into the next hour. Then I'll be back at the kickoff of the broadcast tomorrow morning. Then I'll be back in Austin on Friday. We'll be doing a Saturday show and a Sunday show then, of course, as well. Thank you again for tuning in to the Alex Jones Show. And remember, the enemies of freedom literally hate this broadcast more than anything else in the world. Why is that? Because we know what we're talking about. If you go back to shows I did 25 years ago or 10 years ago and you watch them, you go, my gosh, it all came true. Now, nobody else has that record. Nobody else has that information. Nobody else has that much full spectrum analysis of the new world order. And it's because I have totally immersed myself with all the other top experts and in the field and studying history and focusing for discernment and, and praying at least five, 10 times a day sometimes, usually three or four times, for discernment. I don't ask God for things. I say, God, show me what you want. Lead me, guide me, direct me. Please control the evil nature that in my fallen self. Uh, and I know that's why God lifted me up for this, is because I had a real capacity to be a, a, a general of Satan 
uh, but I did, did not go down the path. I never went down the path. I certainly skated around the edge of the path and, 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 and have channeled when I was younger um, satanic Luciferian inspiration. I, I never worshipped it. I never was taken over by it, but I have definitely been experienced it and, and been tempted by it. That is not what the average Satanist ever has access to. Uh, it, it's a totally different uh, like a transmission they pick up. But in the satanic seduction, uh, it's, 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 it's next level. And you can tell the people that have that satanic inspiration, the Luciferian inspiration, you see who's operating. It's a very small percentage of Satan's army. Most of them uh, are just hateful, vicious, uh, backstabbing worms that are manipulated and controlled by their master. Uh, but I understand all of this has been part of God's process. So I'm done talking about myself. I just want listeners and viewers to understand something. I want you to know where we're coming from and what I stand for and what our team stands for. And you're part of that team. And it's a pro-human future. It's justice and it's honor and it's freedom. And it is standing up for our innocent children, number one, first and foremost, suffer the little ones unto me. So I want to talk about a concept here and play a clip that illustrates all of this. And it's a big New York Times top analyst uh, with Fareed Zarkaria, the Bilderberg Group member last night. Uh, on their Sunday special on the CIA network, CNN, the globalist network. And she, we're going to play the clip in a moment. And, and, and she says, no one would have thought this. It's, it's incredible. But we've done polling and we've done research. And uh, the 200 plus thousand dead Russian troops, uh, that's what NATO estimates. I would say at least 100,000 from our information, but it, it, it'd probably be 200,000. Reported as it's 250,000 dead Ukrainians. But, but, she says, we found, and no one can believe it, but we found that it's making Putin stronger and making the Russians want more war. Whereas at first, most of them didn't want war. Now most of them do want war. And it's stealing their resolve. Well, anybody knows that. And again, I don't say that. To, oh, everybody knows that. I'm smart. Don't you know that? They know that too. They're just now letting you know, okay, it's going to be a long war. It's going to be hard. And the Russians are going to get stronger, not weaker, the more of them we kill. And that's something that happens with most groups of people, but particularly people like the Russians, okay, or the Germans. I mean, it's just very pig-headed groups and, you know, tough. And once they start getting in a war, it doesn't go away till most people are dead, okay? So if you think the Russians care about 200,000 dead when they lost 22 million in World War II, that's about a third of their population. Again, you've heard me say this a hundred times since this started brewing the last eight, nine years, the civil war, Slavic civil war, but the West is stirring up. But it's the same thing the globalists do when they release a virus and then bring a poison shot in. They are using the virus as an outside threat to get Americans and everybody else in line with their tyranny. Of course, that's a no-brainer. Everybody knows that too. Well, they knew that about Russia. They knew that if there is a real outside threat and the Russians start getting their ass kicked, in a full fight with NATO, which this is, uh, that the Russians are going to double down and 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 double down. And it's going to continue to destroy Western economies. It's going to hurt the Russian economy. Uh, but it's going to make Vladimir Putin stronger. And Vladimir Putin, make no mistake, unless he gets assassinated or unless he has thyroid cancer, which you can't believe anything the media says. He doesn't look like he's very sick or 70 years old. But regardless, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if Putin goes, Everybody behind him, 
and the hardliners that make him look like a cream puff are going to get even more warlike. So getting rid of Vladimir Putin could be probably the worst thing NATO and the globalists could do unless they want to go to full nuclear war. And that is a lot of analysis, a lot of history, a lot of study goes into that. And we see the leaders of the West saying, let's kill Putin, which is the absolute worst thing to do. It's like killing Joe Biden. People say, oh, somebody ought to assassinate Joe Biden. No, 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 no. He's hated. He's horrible. He's a puppet. Only way they can grab victory from the jaws of defeat in the deep state is killing Joe Biden. And I think it's something they might do. You know, they won't want Kamala Harris. They'll have a scandal to get rid of her as well. In fact, if you see a scandal come up with Kamala Harris here pretty soon, they're talking about removing her. You know, they're getting ready to kill Biden. So we do not want Biden killed. We do not want a hair on his pedophile head harmed. And we do not want Vladimir Putin killed because they're much hardcore hardliners that make him, again, look like a choir boy uh, ready to come into the situation. So let's go ahead. Do I have time to get this clip, guys, or have I gone too long here? Uh, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and go to the New York Times on CNN discussing it's incredible. Killing all these Russians only makes them more angry. Here it is. President Biden has said a couple of times, I think, once the body bags start coming back, the Russian people will stop supporting this war or words to that effect. And what you found is that the body bags are coming back, but it is actually increasing the support for the war. Explain what's going on. Well, thank you very much, Fareed, for having me. And um, I wish I didn't have to talk about this with you today. But um, it's true. In my reporting across Russia, what I've found when talking to people, mothers of, of those who, who have been lost or relatives, uh, people are finding that their losses are actually making them support the war even more. They're starting to feel it even more. And of course, the Kremlin has refused to actually release uh, the full statistical data of how many people have, have been killed, how many soldiers have died in this war. Um, you know, they've, they've only released them intermittently, and I believe the last full count was in September at 6,000, while Western intelligence estimates that there have been 200,000 killed and wounded in this war, Russians only. So, uh, of course, many Russians, most Russians don't know the full extent of this, but uh, my reporting and reporting by other colleagues who remain in Russia and who have spoken to, to the mothers and relatives of these dead soldiers find that... Uh, that this makes them support it even more because, you know, they, they, they feel a concrete sense of loss. They do believe uh, they, the propaganda. Okay, so that's enough. Now, again, the globalists know all this. They understand this. That's why they're saying they're going to build all these factories in Poland and other areas for munitions and that the war could go two to five years. Two to five years. And then it just keep escalating. Now China's getting involved and now they're going to send U.S. troops. And now you see how this works. So many people say to me, Alex, please stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor, they fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet, but now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open.
So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Crashing through the lies and disinformation, it's Alex Jones coming to you live from the front lines of the Infowar. All right, Owen Schroyer's riding shotgun, Alex Jones here. Let me finish up this point on Russia because this is an example of philosophy and how the world works, something the anthropologists and sociologists and psychologists that the West uses to destabilize the planet know full well, forwards and backwards. So now, first they lure us into an incremental war in the last nine years, in a proxy war. Then about a year and a half ago, it goes into a hybrid war. And then now they're telling you, okay, this is a long-term full war and China's openly lining up with Russia and Iran and all the ramifications and implications that come from that and the clear threat escalation ladder that leads to nuclear war in almost every scenario. So again, we're driving over the cliff. We can turn the car, but right now we're going straight for the cliff and down this road leads destruction. It's like telling somebody. You drink three bottles of whiskey a day, you're going to get liver failure. It might not be this year. It might not be in five years, but you're going to kill yourself. And then the person's dead in two years. Uh, or somebody that's on heroin or cocaine. Hey, I don't know if you have a heart attack today, snorting all that cocaine, but it's going to get you. And we're going over the edge of this cliff, and they know full well it would make Putin stronger. They knew full well it would put him more in charge. They knew full well, knowing the Russian psychology, especially after World War II, that they are now getting completely behind the war. The British lost millions of troops in World War I. That's why they were 95% major polls against the start of World War II. And they knew that World War I had been started basically by the British and the Black Hand and, and uh, the British uh, OSS. So the Brits understood that. They understood the Versailles Treaty had really screwed over the Germans and put them into a huge depression with pe- people starving to death everywhere. So folks felt sorry for the Germans. Uh, and then Hitler came along, and when he started bombing England, military targets, still the Brits didn't want to go to war. As soon as he started bargaining, bombing civilian targets, as soon as that happened, it went to 98% or so for the war. Now, the British government and Winston Churchill knew that. We talk about Winston Churchill being a good guy. In many ways, he was a great writer, great philosopher, really smart. I've read all three of his books. The three-part series, The History of the English-Speaking Peoples. I read about him all the way back to the Boer War that he was in. I mean, he's a very interesting fellow, but also very cold-blooded, folks. And uh, you, you know Winston Churchill, uh, when the Germans were targeting only military targets at the start of World War II uh, in England, for about a year into it, uh, that the British started flying big Lancaster bombers over Berlin and over other German cities and specifically targeted civilian targets or apartment blocks. And uh, there's famous cases. I think they said something like 200 and something thousand people died in one night because the British would wait till there were really high winds, 50 mile an hour winds. 
it was really dry. They'd wait for the weather, and it was equivalent of atomic bombs. And they would then drop incendiary bombs on German cities. And uh, Hitler took the bait and then started bombing with incendiary bombs, uh, the civilian targets as well. And you know the rest of history. So this is a psychology that goes on in these things. That's why Putin's not been trying to hit civilian targets. It's why he's been only trying to hit military targets because he wants the Ukrainians to sue for peace and give Russia about a third of Ukraine because uh, he knows Ukraine's going to NATO. And he needs that river there, uh, I forget the name of it, that you know, travels down in the, about a third of the way into Ukraine through the east and down over around um, Crimea. And, and Putin's made what he wants 100% clear. Stop overthrowing the government, stop attacking Russians, and Ukraine can sit there. If you keep doing it, I'm going to invade and take part of the country. And that's exactly what he did. And uh, now the Russians are starting to threaten Poland. Because Poland's becoming a big NATO base and going along with it. And I, the Poles are great people. They got screwed over by Hitler, who attacked them for absolutely no reason and just blew their country up. They valiantly fought with their World War I army against a World War II army. Uh, but the Poles uh, are all wound up, have ancestral problems with the Russians. And I get it. The Russians have picked on them a lot. Uh, and so they're all foaming at the mouth to go to war with Russia. I mean, this is just bad, 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 folks. Very, very, very bad uh, stuff. No bueno, uh, as they say. You don't want this. Not a good deal. And so when you pull back from all of that, it's the same thing here. The globalists want us to have war over what color we are, or war over our sexual preference, or war over what part of the country we live from. Or, and while they divide us all, the globalists are attacking us all with 5G, with the chemical spraying that they now admit is going on that we told you about 20 plus years ago. And they are destroying our borders and deindustrializing our country and shipping the fentanyl and doing all the horrible things that we know are happening, we know we're going on, Americans need to understand that the globalists, the big corporations created the cashless society, Chinese model of the social credit score isn't coming. It's here being implemented by corporations. Owen did a great job last hour, half the hour uh, spent on that. And he doesn't have to read about it online. He can go to an Austin soccer game with their new professional soccer team. And he goes through the biometrics and all the scanning and the rest of it. He can try to go to Whole Foods now where they put in hand scanners to buy and sell. This is the system where they're going to outlaw all the other businesses that don't use this in the future to control where you go and what you do and to shut down the real economy. That's their admitted planned goal. It is a direct attack on you. Again, I keep harping on this because nobody else is. 87,000 IRS agents to target people making $40,000 a year or less, to target hardworking people, blue-collar people, and below them of the working poor, to harass them over $600 cash they got paid for something they sold on eBay when they got to have the money to pay for medical bills. You don't target the poor people with taxes. In fact, when they first brought in the income tax in 1913, it was still evil and uh, goes to the private Federal Reserve. Did you know that working-class people paid zero income tax? It was the millionaires. and that Back then, that's like being a billionaire that paid the tax. If you really want to tax it, you do tax the rich. And, and that still messes up the economy as well. The point is, is this is a direct assault on you. And I know our audience knows this, but new listeners that are liberals or leftists that tune in to hear what it's all about, you know taxing people making $40,000 a year is wrong. You know that shouldn't be happening. You know there shouldn't be basically any taxes on people making $40,000 a year with this inflation the way it is. You can't live on that. One person can live okay on that. 
but you can't have a single breadwinner with that and have any children. And again, that's the plan. I played the clips from the globalists saying, we're going to have so much inflation and we're going to do all these things and have so many taxes, you can't afford to have children. Paul Ehrlich, I played it a month ago. He said, we're going to put stuff all over TV, making the family look bad. That was 1970. Turn on the TV, that's all you see. These are cold-blooded people that are going against our biology, that are going against common sense, that are going against everything that makes us successful and safe and prosperous and happy. They're bad. And you have to admit that there's a war against you. You've got to admit all the other stuff is a fake war. All the other stuff's a distraction. The cops maybe kill 25 black men a year uh, in shootings, but they show them to you and you think there's an epidemic of it. It's just, it's not true. And a lot of blacks got mad at me about that. Well, now a lot of blacks aren't mad at me because I'm saying, look, blacks are killing in cold blood about 10,000 white people a year. Look it up. And it's some of it's really racially motivated. And it's horrible. and It's wrong. But why is it suddenly everywhere viral? Because they want us killing each other more. Okay. But I mean, the cops <laughs> literally, it's, it's like 20 something black people a year they kill. I mean, uh, think about that. But they, but, but, but again, Stalin said, one man dies, it's a tragedy. 10,000 die, it's a statistic. Oh, 200,000 dead Russians, who cares? Oh, 21 black men, 22 black men got killed wrongfully by cops or whatever. Oh my God, let's burn the country down. We'll show you. Meanwhile, thousands of black people get killed by black people here in Chicago. Doesn't even hit the news because again, they don't want to stop the real crime. They don't want to go after the real criminals. They want to keep it going. So you need their later police state once the globalists do fully take over the police and then nobody will have guns except them. So that's the plan. I want to bring Owen in here to talk about a lot of these issues and 15-minute cities and uh, so much more. I want to talk about the, the chain reaction uh, that, 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 that's taking place uh, that's so huge. Also, Zelensky threatening the American people. Uh, we've got so much to cover here today that's so important. Please stay with us. Tell everybody you know, tune in. That's how we reach the people. That's how we override the censors. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars has proven itself the last 28 years to be over the globalist target and having the biggest effect out there against those tyrants. And we fund our operation with viewers and listeners support while selling you great products at the same time. So I want to thank all the viewers and listeners who have supported us over the years by spreading the word, praying for the broadcast, and buying product. But I really want to encourage those of you that have been on the fence and have never actually gone to InfoWarsStore.com to go there and get the great books and films and supplements and survival gear that's there that won't just empower you and enrich your life, but again, will keep this broadcast transmitting. So whether it's Real Red Pill Plus or our super high-quality CBD oil or the 50% off or our great fizzy magnesium product or whether it's Down and Out, our great sleep bay that's back in stock, it's all there. Our turmeric, 95% humanoid, strongest out there, turmeric 95. It's all available at InfoWarsStore.com, and it keeps it on the air. So make the decision to enrich your life and keep us on air, InfoWarsStore.com. I've got some good news. Our high-quality supplements really work, and we have about an 80% reorder rate with customers. That's the good news. They're amazing. The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfoWarsStore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the InfoWar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence 
actually went to InfoWarsStore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high quality full spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well. Or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar, and help us defeat the new order together. InfoWarStore.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. All right, I really appreciate Owen Shorey riding shotgun with me here. He's coming up 3 o'clock today, does a great job. Wonderful person, so does the rest of the crew. Uh, Alex Jones again, back here live. But but here's the point I was trying to make last segment. I'm going to make it and move on to other subjects I want to talk to Owen about. And it's this. The deep state knows, the globalists know, that when they start killing a bunch of Russians and the Russians walked into an ATO trap, that the Russians aren't going to give up. Okay, just because you kill a bunch of Russians doesn't mean you've won, because they don't give up. And that's actually a well-known Russian trait is they're pretty much sluggish at first and don't want to fight. And then once you start killing them, then the complete opposite happens. And so Putin has to put Russia through a war to get it on a war footing. The U.S. has been in dozens of wars all over the world since World War II and has the military that knows how to do the killing. You got a bunch of people that, you know, sign up for the military that they have working in offices and, you know, stacking ammunition. But, I mean, you've got a lot of people that are very, very smart and you've got a lot of AI weapons and advanced robotic platforms that we need to get into. So Russia, to scale itself up into that, Putin is sticking the Russians into a meat grinder. As I said, is Putin dumb marching into this trap? No, I think Putin's pretty smart. And he knows the Russians, and he's, he's now escalating into a war economy. He tried to not have a war economy. He tried to be the big exporter of fuel and the big exporter of organic food and try to get tourism going. But the West wouldn't let him. He really did do overtures. He cut military spending uh, in the last uh, decade. And I'm not here lionizing Vladimir Putin. I, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the facts. Uh, but now... The West has successfully driven Russia against the West when the smart move, according to patriots and the smart people in the government, like General Flynn, would have been to work with Russia and, 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 and have corporate deals with Russia. And they have more oil, more gold, more minerals, more everything, more timber. Russia's three times the size of the U.S. It's got more resources than Africa. Russia is the richest country in the world. It is gigantic. 90% of their population lives in the West, just in a little sliver, right by Europe. It's just this gigantic, people want to go to the moon or Mars to get resources or mine asteroids, and we're not even getting in there. We're not even doing that. We're not, we should be trying to democratize China and working with them as well. But the globalists don't want that. They want different authoritarian models, and so they've pushed Russia into going authoritarian, and now the West can become more authoritarian in the name of countering Russia and China the best enemies money can buy. And that's what uh, the famous Senate historian, head historian at the Senate, they got more than 20 of them. It's a big office there. And the Senate historian, Anthony Sutton, was given access to the Senate records of all the behind-the-scenes secret meetings in the 50s and 60s and 70s. And in the 80s, he started writing America's Secret Establishment. He was the Senate historian. I started talking to Sutton about two years before he died. His brain was all there, but he had... 
several diseases and was in a nursing home. I almost got him on the show, but he wouldn't come on. But uh, really honored that Charlotte Iserby, his father was Skull and Bones, uh, put me in contact with Sutton because he was he was a real giant. You know, we ask how we know all this information. It's it's people like Sutton that was advising Senator Frank Church. But 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 I digress here. Here here's what I want to get at. Okay. The new world order is at war with all of us. They're at war against our biology. They're at war against our future. And a lot of their arguments on the surface look like they make sense. I'll be honest about that. If you go to Calcutta, that's, you know, 20 million people, and you see feces all over the ground and starving children, you say, man, somebody ought to hand some birth control out here. But there's an article up on Infowars.com that I'm springing on the crew. I sent it to them this morning, but I'm springing it on them, uh, showing the graph of India that has had a 80% fertility reduction in just the last decade. Now, okay, Indians are great people. They love America. They're really smart. I love Indians. They've been so, so successful. There's a billion, 300 million of them, okay? That's the sign of biology. Success is a lot of it. Wow, this thing's working. It's, there's a lot of them, but a lot of them are falling through the cracks. But we should have a discussion about what are they doing to the Indians that's sterilizing them? Well, they're putting stuff in the shots and the food and everything else. And we know that. Same things happen here in the United States. Same thing in Europe. So you can say, well, there's too many Africans. There's too many Indians. There's too many Chinese. And you could argue that the Chinese can't sustain a billion and a half people in the land they've got and what they've got. And what do you do when you have too big a population? You expand. You have a war. So the globalists say, we got to depopulate and stop war while they're starting all the wars. And they're not doing this birth control thing in a very humanitarian way, are they? And they're targeting the highest IQ people for sterilization. The main sterilization operations are in China, India, and Europe, and the United States. And I'm not saying people in the third world, Africa, Latin America, aren't smart. But with the food they get, the education, nature, nurture, those populations are, are not where we're seeing the main spring of liberty coming from. Yeah, you got elites in Africa that have as high IQs as anybody. you got elites in Latin America, as smart as anybody or smarter. But they're still feudal states. They're still very, very corrupt systems. The globalists can work with that. But if you can dynamite the republic, if you can dynamite America, dynamite the idea of aspiring to a greater civilization and a great awakening and a renaissance and a great enlightenment 2.0, you've won and you can create your new globalist system. So if the globalists were honest and, and, and paid people to get sterilized or whatever, that would be one thing. But see, they want to make you poor, so then you'll have to accept the money to be sterilized. And they're targeting the smartest populations. Uh, my good friend Mike Judge does an illustration of this with real science at the start of his incredibly funny uh, hit movie, Idiocracy. In fact, it's got cuss words in it, but will you have Do or McBreen or somebody? Grab the, the intro to Idiocracy for the end of the next hour. It's like three minutes long. And I think there's a few cuss words in there. Uh, so we can air that. Where the, it, it shows how, it shows the statistics that the highest IQ people, the highest IQ blacks, the highest IQ Asians, the highest IQ whites, Hispanics, have the least children. So in this model we're in, and the globalists are pushing that, the more highly educated you are, the more you don't want to have kids, then the dumber we get. So, so this is not the way civilization, this is not the way uh, even their own Darwinism is supposed to work, which I don't even buy into its totality of what they claim it is. It's more sophisticated. So what I'm getting at is the globalist plan is anti-human, period. They don't want to just get rid of poor people. They want to get rid of everybody. And, of course, anybody that doesn't want to lift up poor and try to help them, 
the end of the day, really doesn't like anybody. Okay. So that's what I'm getting at is what's being done to the Indians is being done to all of us right now. Sperm counts in Europe are down 92% from 1950. Sperm counts are down almost 90% in the United States from 1950. Now, why is there not a discussion of why we don't have sperm? Why most men are sterile? Why are we having a discussion? They know the GMO crops they produce in studies are reducing fertility. So they hit you with chemicals that reduce your fertility, GMO that reduces your fertility, 5G reduces your fertility, the injections reduce your fertility, and you can't ever say it's one of them that did it. Because one thing reduces it this much, and the next one reduces it this much. You know, each one reduces it 25, 15, 10%, depending on how much you get, who you are. And by the end of the day, you're swimming in a toxic stew of garbage. You know, people in the 1950s, on average in the U.S., their studies ate more caloric content and more calories than we do. But they weren't as docile. They were moving around. They were working. They were moving their bodies. They didn't even work out as much as we do. But 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 they were not sitting around. Uh, they were not uh, couch potatoes. But they didn't have chemicals and hormones in the food. So we all know about this. But the point is, stop lying to yourself and saying, "Oh, globalism." So many leftists know what's going on. But they act like, "Oh, well, they're deploying it to make the world a utopia." They know best. No, you're targeted too. And so stop acting like this isn't happening and stop acting like it's not wrong and stop acting like it's not a giant evil power grab of very selfish people that want to have giant estates and jumbo jets and 10 kids and do whatever they want and then tell us we're obsolete and tell us we've got to get rid of the middle class and tell us we can't have a farm or ranch or tell us we can't have three kids. B.S. And that's what I'm saying is signing on to the New World Order is a death cult. It's signing on to your own destruction. And you can delude yourself and, and decide you want to be part of it. But as for me, I want to reach out to people that have been asleep and get them to understand they're under attack. And that's what's happened with the poison shots and the crime and the fentanyl and the open borders and the 5G. People know they're sick. They know something's wrong. They know the globalists are out to get them. And as soon as the majority of people know that it's game over, a shot doesn't have to be fired. We just withdraw our political support, our corporate support, our monetary support from all the globalist systems, and they end overnight. That's why they're bringing in 15-minute cities. That's why they're coming after your cars. That's why they lock down the small shops and businesses, but not the box stores. It's a war of vertical integration to control the whole economy so they can run your life with a universal basic income because you don't have a job, and even if you work, it won't pay your bills. All right, Owen's been really nice sitting there. I love Owen to death. I'm going to host the next hour with the great Owen Schroyer. We're going to get into this with Owen and a bunch of other clips and a bunch of other news when we come back. Infowars.com, tomorrow's news today. I thank you all for your support. Please go to Infowarsstore.com. That's what keeps us on air. Plus, the great products you need. Stay with us. gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or Infowarsstore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got 
run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsTore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I'm going to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsTore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate them to the library or Give them to the local school. This is an info war. I'm counting on you, and thank you for your support. Now, we literally have hundreds of important news stories. We're going to hit some of them in this hour with myself and Owen Schroyer on the Alex Jones Show. But I wanted to just keep hammering and hammering and hammering. When the people figure out the globalists are setting up a planetary government to cut off your resources and want you dead, it's game over for them. Just like once the Russians didn't want a war in Ukraine, but once they started getting their ass kicked, now they want the war. You're getting your ass kicked. You're getting attacked. You can't get out of this. It's like you're sitting there and a mugger comes up and punches you in the face. You you didn't want to get punched in the face, but you notice anybody who's ever been mugged or in a fight like that, all of a sudden you're not scared. You're, you know, you're fighting back. You're designed to do that, folks. And so stop being a jellyfish. And I know most of you aren't. But Owen, you sat there patiently, and I really appreciate you doing a great job the first hour while I was talking about those issues. Uh, What's your takeaway from what uh, I was just getting into and what's some of the news we're going to be breaking when we come back? Well, I'm looking at the Russia angle today, Alex, and it has me extremely concerned what the deep state media complex is up to and then what the the liberal leftist media complex is up to as well, because they kind of have different approaches. I mean, the deep state has an agenda and then the liberal left has kind of become this mouthpiece of the state. So when you kind of analyze and look at the approach that each one has taken, it gives you an idea of what might be coming next. And so when I see stories like this, Russia braces for civil war and breakups as rebels vote for uh, revolution and uh, other such headlines we get into, this tells me they're about to start launching operations in Russia. This tells me that Soros-type groups or money is about to be doing uprisings in Russia like they did in Ukraine in 2014 to try to destabilize that and go after Putin. Uh, And so what's sad is nobody wants this war, Alex. I I can go anywhere and it's just like, sure, you might see the the leftists put up the Ukraine flag virtue signaling uh, at their house on their social media page. You see the people on television telling you how necessary the war in Ukraine is. But you go out, you ask the average person, they're not interested in war. They don't care what goes on in Ukraine. Whether you're in Germany, whether you're in France, whether in the United States, they don't want anything to do with this. And And that's why the globalists were so smart. That's why they were so smart to just start it as a civil war nine years ago and just suddenly ease us into it. And then now all of a sudden we're in a full bore war. Exactly. Well, and imagine now, like you're saying, I mean, the Russians are at the point where since when is since when is the U.S. deep state military industrial complex looked at as the good guy? I mean, since when has that been the case? I, I'm still I'm still at a loss watching Obama voting progressive liberal Democrats support this war in Ukraine, even though the whole reason they voted for Obama is because they were sick of the wars in the Middle East during the Bush years. And by the way, that's a great that's a great point. Condoleezza Rice was praising Joe Biden, but saying he's not hardcore enough. He's not attacking Russia enough. And it's like, oh, the neocons, the people that, that, that ran the Iraq war uh, based on total lies, WMDs, the left just loves them now. It's so cute. 
and the left loves George W. Bush. They have, oh, they were so sad when his dad died. These are these are coddlers of the deep state, establishment pimps. Also, they get promoted more on social media. They are disgusting people on their high horses, lecturing us how we're bad because we question mass shootings. It's the mass mental illness. It's Stockholm Syndrome. And when it comes to this idea of 15-minute cities, I'm extremely against it for obvious reasons. But Alex, you know, I'd be more open-minded. I, I, I want small government. I don't want government-run healthcare. I don't want government-run anything. But I mean, I'd at least be open-minded to have a rational conversation and say, hey, here's $150 billion. What do you want to do with it? Okay, well, we just gave $150 billion to Ukraine. They're still clamoring for more money. Zelensky is still begging and demanding more money. $150 billion, Alex. I could have built, I could have built 150 Dallas Cowboys stadiums. I, I mean, so it's like, oh, you want to talk about health care? You want to talk about reparations for black people and all this other nonsense that we're all going to have to pay for? And you send $150 billion to Ukraine in 12 months? Shut up. Quit telling me about you know, I'm glad, anything. I'm- I totally agree. In fact, since you mentioned that, I have Zelensky berating Americans yesterday for not wanting to pay more money. And then I also have uh, the Condoleezza Rice quote I mentioned. We'll, we'll, we'll play that because this is really, really an important point to understand that money put into a war gets lost. Money put into infrastructure empowers the people. So they're cutting off our infrastructure and they're shipping our money overseas. From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. Again, thank you for joining us on this live Monday broadcast. We're into the third hour. I'm Alex Jones, your host, riding shotgun with Owen Stroyer. And we're talking about World War III and how we were basically eased into this nightmare, slept walk into it, overthrow the government nine years ago, tens of millions Western money to destabilize the country. U.S. special ops and NATO ops fighting Russians, and Russia started losing about a year and a half ago, just the few areas they had in the east, so the Russians poured in. They went into the full meat grinder of um, NATO, but they're showing they're just going to keep putting more in, so they will win in the end, which means NATO will then give nukes or other illegal weapons. I mean, illegal, you violate treaties that they'll probably use against the Russians. The Russians have left the treaty saying they'll use them, this is a nightmare escalation. But I want to play a couple of Zelensky clips here. But first, I want to get to Condoleezza Rice. So this is one of the main architects of the second Iraq war. The first Iraq war was a fraud. Saddam Hussein was a CIA asset told to invade Kuwait by uh, the ambassador at the time. She admitted it on 60 Minutes. He fought the Iranians for seven years for us. Then they, they pulled in his loans, $34 billion. It was like $100 billion a day. Uh, and tried to depose him, tried to assassinate him. So he said, screw the West. Uh, his whole army was trained by the CIA, so it was easy when we rolled in in 91 to basically defeat them in just a couple of days. Then they put massive sanctions on him. And under the Clintons, they triple the sanctions that George Herbert Walker Bush did. And that kills about 3 million Iraqis, half a million of them under the age of 10 children. Imagine no penicillin, uh, no nothing when your child's sick. I mean, they died in mass. And they said, that's a good price to pay. We're, you know, we're glad to kill 500,000 kids. We're the good guys. We're the liberals. Well, that continued under George W. Bush and all the rest of it with the fake anthrax in Colin Powell's hand and all the rest of it. 
And so here's Condoleezza Rice now being worshipped by liberals on one of the big Sunday shows uh, saying, well, Biden's pretty good, actually. He's just not doing enough war-wise. Here it is. What do you make of the Biden administration's policy, the choices it's making, and how they're using the CIA director as kind of the tip of the spear here? Well, I think in general, in total, the policy's in the right direction. You have to support Ukraine. Uh, You have to do it as much as you can as a part of a coalition. It's really important that the Europeans are on board. And I've been impressed with what they've been able to achieve with the Europeans in creating that uh, that unity. And since NATO's never been in better shape, Um, I do think, and look, it's a lot easier out here than it is Mm -hmm. in there, but I do think we sometimes seem to be a little bit behind in what we provide to the Ukrainians. Uh, so we were not going to provide air defenses and we, than we did. Uh, tanks and, and armor, and now we have. And so if I could say one thing, perhaps just to anticipate a little bit better what the Ukrainians are going to need. Okay, so you understand, folks, that I'm all for women being in positions of power, the type of women that want to do that. Most women don't. But epigenetically, we all see a woman in a nice little business suit up there talking about war. In World War III, like she's talking about taking the kids to school or she's talking about, you know, being a doctor. She's talking about being a nurse. It's just kind of, well, we took cookies by the neighbor's house. Oh, they're not giving them weapons quick enough. They're not escalating fast enough. They're not easing us into World War III quick enough. They're not putting us in the deep fryer fast enough. Now, here's Zelensky over the weekend asking about, Americans that are concerned about it, it's more like 200 billion now. It's on 116, like Trump said last week, or 119. That's like four months old number. Uh, it's 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 almost 200 billion that we know of from the U.S. alone. Tens of billions from Europe and others. I mean, this is just an absolute out of control, escalating bloodbath. Here's Zelensky. He says, "I want to thank the American people." Then he says, "You'll lose your standing." What is the warmongers of the world? It's being run by a deep state that says the American people are the main terror threat. What, what, what a pedophile promoters of the world will lose our standing in the world if we don't escalate the war. This is a guy three months ago, let's not forget this, that shot missiles into Poland and instantly blamed Russia. And even when they was on the missile parts, because one of the missiles didn't fully explode, they had the tail fin that it was Ukrainian. They have the motive. They got caught doing it. They did it on purpose, folks. He he said, use nukes. Sean Penn, oh my God, a libtard. Can't even wipe his ass. He wants us to use nukes. Yes, sir, Mr. Liberal. See, you don't expect a liberal to call for war. You don't expect a woman to call for World War III. So it's all like, well, actors and, you know, men in drag are the generals. And, you know, I'm in a Twilight Zone episode. This is clown world, folks, to distract you. It's not men in dresses running this. This is all just to demoralize us. Because the globalists aren't just attacking Russia. They're attacking America. And I'm going to air the report again. I don't normally air a report rarely, maybe once every two weeks and twice in the same day. But Greg Reese did a part two that I asked him to do with the major insurance actuaries and numbers coming out, confirming that they sent the deadly doses of the COVID shot in certain lots, 5% of them, to key areas where all the deaths happened in the most red areas of the country. Yeah, man, literally the deep state Democrats are bombing the American people and bombing police and firefighters and medical workers in red states who were made to take it and military people. Yeah, they hit our military with the hot loads too. 
They're the enemy. They're the globalists. They're using us to destroy their enemy while they destroy us. Remember the intro to From Russia With Love. In fact, find that clip too. We got the idiocracy as well with the Siamese fighting fish. And there's two fish. The, uh, the head of Spectre opens the enclosure and the two fish start killing each other. One fish kills the other, but he's almost dead. And then Spectre comes in out of the third door and kills the fish that's weak. You've got to start thinking. And by the way, the guy that wrote those books, Ian Fleming, was the deputy head of OSS and an MI6. Guess what? They're not just rewriting the guy that wrote Charlie the Chocolate Factory. They're now rewriting all of Ian Fleming's books. Stealing his identity, lying to the public, saying it's Ian Fleming. This is this is total police state. 1984 on steroids. And they're like, it's no big deal. It's liberal. And now it's going to move to the digital age. It's so corrupt. So here's Zelensky. Polls in the United States are suggesting that a growing number of Americans believe that the U.S. is giving too much support to Ukraine. What would your message be on the anniversary to those Americans? Thank you. I would like to thank the American people. I would like to thank all of the American people that are supporting Ukraine, the Congress, the President, the TV uh, channels, the journalists, and everyone that has been supporting us. And that uh, percentage of uh, Americans, as uh, you've mentioned, is increasing. Uh, I can tell them only one thing. If they do not change their opinion, if they do not understand us, if they do not support Ukraine, they will uh, lose NATO, they will lose uh, the clout of the United States, they will lose the leadership position that they are joined in the world, uh, that they are joined for a very fair reason, and they will lose the support of the country with 40 millions of population, with millions of children. Are American children any different than ours? Don't Americans enjoy the, the same things uh, as we do? I don't think we're that different. And uh, Well, Zelensky's a liar. The fact the numbers were 75% against the war a year ago. Now it's more like 85 in most of the polls. 81 is the average now. Uh, Owen, I've got a really important Zelensky clip we're going to play next time. If people want to stay with us for this one. This is a real clip that Joe Rogan sent it to me last night. I checked it out. It's real. Uh, but, but, but Owen, stay there. We're going to come back with Owen and get his take on this and then show Zelensky and his body double. That's right. That's a tool of war. We'll explain all that straight ahead. I didn't plug last hour. I didn't plug this hour. It's your support. Keep us on air. we got great products you need at InfoWarsStore.com. I want to thank you all for standing up for the deep state. Keep us on air. But InfoWarsStore.com right now and keep us in the fight against those attacking you and your family. Stay with us. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. 
And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hey, everybody. If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. And discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away at SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Welcome back to the Alex Jones Show. Owen Sawyer riding shotgun with me. He's in the ATX studios. I'm on the road back Friday, but I'll be hosting the show throughout the week with Owen. I wanted to finish up on World War III that we're already in the beginning stages of and quickly in the mid stages of, you know, the final stages in a nuclear war with a clip from Biden's visit last week uh, that was put out over international television. And, uh, Joe sent me to this and I went and looked it up and it's a real clip and it is Zelensky marching up the stairs about to do a public event with Biden and behind him is a guy dressed basically in the same little outfit he wears and it looks just like Zelensky. People say, is that a body double? Absolutely. This has been done a lot. Uh, A lot of presidents have body doubles. A lot of uh, other foreign leaders have them when they think there's an assassination attempt or a threat. They'll have one limo go one way with the body double, and then when that drives out, everybody follows it. The other one goes another way, sometimes even in a van or a pickup truck or something else where no one even knows the president is there. But the reason I show this is the public's so shocked by this, like, what's a body double? They don't even know that's part of statecraft going back thousands of years. Uh, Different leaders use body doubles to distract and divert. Sometimes they'd have a body double back before there was TV and, you know, print. People really had good images of folks. They would send fake leaders, fake uh, Caesars or emperors or other groups to go give a speech. So again, it's a way to understand how manipulated things are. And with Zelensky, it's beyond that uh, because Zelensky is a actor. And, 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 and it's not just he's an actor. He was put in there. Like Reagan was an actor, but he got into politics, was a governor. And then, no, no, Zelensky's put in there purely as an actor. And because he's compromised, uh, for doing, you know, gay porn and the rest of it, 
they can control him. Uh, but we're rolling the B-roll right now of this. Uh, but let's go ahead and roll the first clip, and we've augmented it and slowed it down uh, with audio so folks can see this for themselves. Na Twitterze, jak pisze, pojawił się w Ukrainie, by potwierdzić niezachwiane zaangażowanie USA na rzecz Ukrainy. W Ukrainie, by potwierdzić niezachwiane zaangażowanie okay, USA. Okay, so that was at full speed, this is at half speed, and we slow it down even more. And, and you can sit there and see that for yourself. Uh, Owen, this just shows that this is a stage, like Shakespeare said, the whole world's a stage, each of his players upon it. Your, your take on Zelensky demanding Americans give more money or will, quote, lose our power. Well, I don't want to be the empire. I don't want to run the world. I don't want to pay for it. I don't want World War III. And, 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 and now Janet Yellen made a surprise visit, gave $1.3 whatever billion dollars to Zelensky today. I mean, they all look like they're so happy because this is the new Oscars. People don't watch the Oscars. They don't like Hollywood anymore. They admit Hollywood's dead. Well, the new Hollywood is politicians going to a war zone and strutting around. Owen Schroyer. Well, I, you know, I got so much to respond here from what you've covered this hour and the hour before, Alex. But I will just say this. And, you know, InfoWars has hit the barbed wire on a lot of issues first. And so we kind of know what it's like to hit it and bleed out so, so others can be warned and not to hit it, not bleed out or, or, you know, get over it successfully. And I will just say, while that video is real, I'm not denying that. Folks just need to be careful because there's a lot of other videos getting shared around that it is not real like training military videos in Serbia that looks like they're staging war. And I agree, the war is totally staged, but when you share fake stuff that's not actually from Ukraine, you're hurting your argument. There's an AI video of Joe Biden re- uh, declaring that there's going to be a draft starting. That is also fake. So I- I'm just saying, from people who have, have, we've hit the barbed wire with this stuff. We've had people try to destroy us for getting things wrong. So that's just more of, hey, take the lessons we've learned here and be really diligent about what you're sharing. Even if it may confirm what you think you're seeing, it might not be what you think you're seeing. And there the crew has it already. That's just how great our crew is. But, you know, Alex, as far as the Zelensky statement is concerned, and I got so many other comments so here. So listen, it's fair. It, 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 it looked real to me. The point is they do use body doubles. Did the crew find an article saying that wasn't a body double? No, 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 that's real. I'm not saying that's fake. I, I'm just saying there's other stuff I see people sharing that isn't real. That The body no, double I totally video agree is, is real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I totally agree. And, and I've also, you know, early on, Paul Joseph Watson, great guy, sent me a text message that when they got part of my phone, the text messages were public, uh, was, was Paul saying, oh, this is more Sandy Hook BS. You're, you, you guys are reporting they have mannequins hooked up to ventilators and, the, and that nobody's on ventilators. We weren't saying that. The, CBS News did use canned footage of mannequins in ventilator training to say, here are people on ventilators. It was fake footage. It was true. It was fake. We actually weren't wrong. So sometimes we're so overzealous too yeah. that, that you know, here's the difference. We're trying to tell the truth. Yep. We get things right 95% of the time. The globalists are trying to lie on purpose, but, but, but point taken. Well, and here's the thing about Zelensky that is so odd to me. When I hear Zelensky say that, that is like, I, I want nothing to do with you anymore, jerk. You sound like an ungrateful punk. How about, how about we cut our funding altogether? How about we cut arming you altogether? You still going to have that big mouth? You still going to sit there and tell America that our destiny is, is somehow in a bond with Ukraines? How about no? That's absurd. That's ludicrous. I mean, that'd be like if somebody on Tucker Carlson's crew said, you better do this for me, Tucker, or I'm going to leave and your show will be destroyed. 
It's like, uh, no, Tucker Carlson's show will be just fine. You'll disappear and nobody will know anything about you. So I'm not rooting for the fall of Ukraine. I don't want anything to do with it. I'm not rooting for Ukraine to fall. I'm not rooting for well, exactly. death there. They're, they're trying to marry us to Ukraine and all that comes with it. And if Mexico was in this war with Guatemala and the Mexican president said the U.S. better join this, we'd say you're crazy. So I'm extremely put off by what Zelensky just said. I don't know how any other American could take it any other way. I don't, again, I could sit here and watch Ukraine collapse and I could sit here and watch Russia take over Ukraine and, and I, I mean, the river you were thinking of, Alex, is the, the Dnipro River, which is where Russia is going to move up to, probably give one last chance for Ukraine to resign or step down before they maybe even move to the west side of that river and take him out. But now it's like, oh, really, punk? Oh, really, punk? You're going to tell me that if I don't support you, I'm going to die? I'm going to go ahead and test that theory. I'm going to go ahead and test that theory then, and let's see how this goes. And it's not going to go so well for you. And by the way, this video they have on the screen is now Serbian ammunition and weapons that are about to be sent to Ukraine as well. So more arms, more cash going in. And Zelensky says, if you don't support me, you're going to die. You know what? I'm going to be willing to test that theory. And I don't think that's going to be the case. But I would ask you this, Alex, as we talk about the body double just quickly here. What is with the sweatshirt? Why is I mean, clearly there's some reason he's doing that. He's being told to wear the sweatshirt everywhere. Why can't what is no, he what does is that, that about? he like Fidel Castro always wearing a military uniform 30 years after 50 years after he took over Cuba. Uh, it's 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 a dictator thing. It's like I'm a war leader. I'm a combat soldier, even though uh, the Russians, you know, for six, seven months haven't even targeted uh, Kiev. They only turned on the air raid sirens when Biden was there to make it look dangerous. And so it's the same thing. He's strutting around in a military outfit so everybody can just fawn over him. But, but in reality, he wears uh, leather outfits and high heels and grabs men's butts on national TV. And the report is does a lot more than that. And well, again, yeah. it's not a bad thing. I'm not judging him that he's a gay porn star. Uh, the point is, is that he's compromised. And, and you know, the word is that he was basically a homosexual sex operative uh, like Macron. So these are the guys they have compromised, people they control. We'll be right back with that idiocracy clip I promised to play and more. Infowars.com. Stay with us. There is a war for the future happening right now. There is a war that will control my destiny, your destiny, our children's destinies. And that war is something that we can win, but it takes dedication it takes commitment. That's why I ask listeners respectfully to go to InfoWarsStore.com and buy great products that will enrich and empower your life while keeping us on air at the very same time. InfoWarsStore.com to get a signed or unsigned copy of my book, The Great Reset, The War for the World, Ultimate Bone Broth, Back in Stock, Nitric Boost, uh, the amazing CBD oil we have that's the highest quality you're going to find anywhere at more than half off. It's all available at InfoWarsStore.com, some of the very best products. And a lot of you have never shopped at InfoWarsStore. You've been watching for years, you've been listening for years, but you've never taken the step to go to InfoWarsStore. These are great products that really work and are amazing. Plus, they keep us on air. So again, please take action. Go to InfoWarsStore.com today, and I thank you. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show.
to an InfoWars.com frontline report. It's Alex Jones. So there are three major power blocks in the world. There's the Anglo-American establishment, the Chi-Coms, and the Russians. And the power goes, Anglo-American establishment, the New World Order, Chi-Com system that's allied with that, but that's breaking up. And then the Russians, because they have nuclear weapons, are a distant third uh, when it comes to real power. But who wants the power? The power is a millstone around your neck. And so they need dumbed-down people that they can control, dumbed-down people that don't know what's going on. But if people, again, are aware of the globalists, their plan, that it's bad for everybody, it's game over. And I keep harping on that because you're seeing it. I I covered it last night with Owen when we co-hosted the Sunday show that there's too many people to mention here. I mean, you have the major South American leader in El Salvador who's only been in a year who is going out and arresting all the violent MS-13 gang members who are convicted already and are members of the gang. They're getting them, and their crime rate's gone down like 95%, and they're stabilizing the nation. And he's been praising InfoWars, and he's been promoting InfoWars, and he's been retweeting it. And you've got Woody Harrelson coming out and saying the vaccine, you know, cartel took over and we're slaves to it. It's a fraud. On Saturday Night Live, you know he wasn't authorized to do that. It's that spirit of resistance that we're seeing everywhere that is going to make more people come over to our side very quickly, which is happening, which is the chain reaction. So we're in the process of winning. It's going our way massively, massively right now. But I want to play a clip from Russia with love first. Second James Bond movie based on Ian Fleming, OSS MI6 book about how there's this tiny criminal group that has Russians working for it and people in the UK and the US working for it inside the agencies that are manipulating Russia and America into a war for profit and control. Well, that's a microcosm of what really goes on. And what did Ian Fleming tell you in his books? Spectre wants to depopulate. Spectre wants to use a bioweapon or a nuclear war to depopulate. He's telling you about the Bilderberg Group. He's telling you about real organizations. In fact, three James Bond movies ago, like, I don't know, six, seven, eight years ago, that's the last one I watched. I guess I watched one about bioweapons too, but the latest one, but um, the company that Spectre owns is the name of George Soros's company. And they admitted later that MI6 helped write the script and that it's George Soros. So they love telling you what they're doing. And again, there's two fish. They release in a tank to kill each other. One dies, the other's almost dead. Spectre comes in and takes over. That's the model. And I know most of the listeners get it, but for new listeners, I understand that's the first level of understanding this is levels of progression, not what happens when you clash two groups, but what comes out of that synthesis. Here's the clip. Siamese fighting fish, fascinating creatures, brave but of the whole stupid. Yes, they're stupid. Except for the occasional one such as we have here who lets the other two fight. While he waits. Waits until the survivor is so exhausted that he cannot defend himself. And then, like Spectre, he strikes. I find the parallel amusing. 
Our organization did not arrange for you to come over from the Russians just for amusement, number three. Come in, Kronstein. Sit down, number three, while we listen to what number five has devised for us. I hope Kronstein's efforts as director of planning will continue to be as successful as his chess. They will be. According to your instructions, I've planned for Spectre to steal from the Russians their new lecto-decoding machine. For this, we need the services of a female member of the Russian cryptograph section in Turkey and uh, the help of the British secret... That's good. And, and so it's just how they are playing the Russians in America off against each other. This is how it really works, okay? Let's start thinking high level, and, and it's over for the New World Order. It's simple. It's not even hard to do. Just get to their level how they're manipulating things, stop looking at things two-dimensionally or one-dimensionally, and it's game over. But you got to know history. you got to care. you got to be engaged. you got to be involved. You don't need to know the football scores, the baseball scores. You need to know th th this information. That's what we cover. So I'm talking about the fact that there's been a chain reaction. It's everywhere. I can't go over all the examples. There's new ones every few hours of prominent people. Other people are hailing Satan, hailing pedophilia to say, I'm with the New World Order. I'm against humanity. Others are saying, I'm against the New World Order. And Woody Harrelson goes in there, and they're now admitting this, just like Dave Chappelle when he you know, talked about censorship in Hollywood and said what he wanted to. He'll be banned off Saturday Night Live now. He doesn't care. He went and told the truth. Here's part of the monologue exposing what really happened with COVID. Okay, so the movie goes like this. The biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes. And people can only come out if they take the cartel's drugs and keep taking them over and over. I threw the script away. I mean, who is going to believe that crazy idea? Yeah, who would believe that? But they had censorship. They had control. They thought they'd get away with it but they didn't get away with it. So what I'm telling you is we've not won the war, but we do have the momentum. Now, how are they going to shut that down? War, new viruses, cyber attacks, blowing up three Mexican uh, oil refineries that supply up to 15% of the U.S.'s oil any given day. I mean, it's on, folks. They're killing us with a thousand, a thousand cuts. And, and, and again, hoping through the idiocracy uh, that with the, Two plus two equals five math and the fuzzy learning and, and, and the banning of books and all this. We're so ignorant they can roll over us. Owen Schroyer, your take on that before I play this idiocracy clip. You know, Alex, I am glad that I grew up as an athlete because it taught me a life lesson that I think people don't really understand. And there's a famous song by Eminem when, when you're in the moment. But there's a recognition of the moment. And then there's the realization that this is the only moment. And so why did I stand up during the fake Trump impeachment hearing and call out the Democrats for being liars and committing treason and the whole thing was a sham? Because I knew this is the moment. I'm never going to be in this moment again. This is my one opportunity. I've got to take advantage or I'm going to lose. It's like in a basketball game. There's two seconds left on the clock. You have to shoot the ball or it's game over. You lose. You better shoot that ball. So... More Americans, I think, are realizing this now, Alex. And I think that's what I see from Woody Harrelson there is he knows I've got one moment. I'm hosting Saturday Night Live. Millions of people are tuned into this right now. I've got the whole crew here, live audience. 
And of course, he's a acting legend. He's got a great charisma personality. And so he can use that in kind of a soft delivery of the message. But then the and message. That's a, perfect, that's a perfect analogy because people don't know. You weren't indicted for January 6th. You were indicted for being at the Capitol, not in and on January 6th, for violating an order that you not be in the Capitol after they deferred their charges against you for protesting Trump's wrongful first impeachment. Exactly. I didn't tell you go in there and disrupt it. You didn't disrupt it. It was a fraud. You heard it. You stood up. You manned up. You did a great job. You pointed out this is all a fraud because it was the right thing to do. And exactly in that moment, you decided to take action. You didn't choke. You did the right thing as the man in the arena. That's why I love you, Owen. Well, and that's why I think what Woody Harrelson did was so important. He realized, you know what? I may never get another chance to host SNL. I may never get another opportunity for a platform like this to put out a truth that everybody knows is going on, but in a a way that is consumable and palatable. So I'm going to go ahead and do it. And he did it. And of course, you know, nobody really watches Saturday Night Live anymore, Alex. But I'll tell you what, everybody saw that clip, didn't they? Well, I'm, I'm, but I'm going to be very, very clear about this. I've known Willie, Willie Harrelson 16, 18 years, whatever, since like 2005. We're, we're, we're friends. We've hung out quite a bit. But my point is, is that he knew all this back then. Why is he doing it now? Because he knows we're two minutes to midnight. Hell, we're 90 seconds from midnight. We're 10 seconds. He knows this is do or die. You're damn right, Owen. We'll come right back with the Idiocracy clip and more. Infowars.com. Stay with us, viewers. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsTore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsTore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I'm going to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsTore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate to the library or give them to the local school. This is an InfoWar. I'm counting on you and thank you for your support. I've got some good news. Our high quality supplements really work and we have about an 80% reorder rate with customers. That's the good news. They're amazing. The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfoWarsTore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the InfoWar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence actually went to InfoWarsTore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high-quality full-spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well. Or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar, and help us defeat the new world together. InfoWarStore.com. 